millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, just when Jared Haynes about to get both hands on the 2017 coach killer Dalian, M, Robbie Farris says, all much needs. Gus Gould tells the Panthers that young Matt Moylan has gone to live on a farm Plenty of room to run around with Idris, Scripps, Mule and Lewis. Queensland is to redefine the meaning of hedge fund as they pour $3 million into a meaningless trial game. Plus, we look back at all of the action from the final round of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Episode 271 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. It's fucking pointy end of the year. Very pointy. <laughs> How fantastic is it? Oh, it's amazing. It's great. So you're pointy and you, <laughs> you sat on something very pointy in round 26. <laughs> A barbed eagle cock buried fucking to the hilt. Eagles don't have cocks, Nathan. They have cloacas. <laughs> That's actually, that's an asshole, isn't it? Well, a cloaca is some weird, fucking horrific god's mistake of an orifice where piss, shit, and jizz sort of fucking come together and occasionally spurt out, which fucking describes the Manly Club quite well. <clears throat> fucking cloaca. And they dump that entire fucking buffet. Yeah. They sure did. All over. You can't side. <laughs> youth. Basically, <laughs> like the the Neverland, the Neverland Ranch was like fucking wound the clock back to fucking wound, wound the clock back to the fucking late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, as as the as the, the young young so young Penny Panthers would absolutely bukkakeed. It was almost like the fucking. It was almost like they were trying to fucking select a new pope. Look, it got it's, so messy up in there. It's, it's not exactly, you know, bukkakeed. Couldn't hold us out. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I mean, it's pretty clear what fucking happened there too. It was almost like it was. It was. It, we just showed that you know, it can be brutal and teach lessons, yeah. but at the same time, show mercy. Yeah. And compassion. Well, look, you know, because we didn't know at the time that the cowboy, the the, the, the fucking dragons were going to choke massively. One of the greatest what, chokes of all time. Who's Manly's most most famous member? Thomas Keneally. No, it's Tony Abbott. See, I didn't know. When that. everybody thinks of Manly, you know, notorious Manly fans, Tony Abbott comes in, and 
you know, as far as I know, yeah, the only members of our LGBTI brothers and sisters are Dragons fans. So it is completely within character that you fucking bigoted cunts decided to not only you know punish the poor fucking millennials who just want their fucking overtime and penalty rates. They want to be the CEOs of the NRL. <laughs> fucking one does. <laughs> um, and then you know once once you're done, basically fucking buying all the real estate and making the cunts rent from you. Yeah. You 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 go after fucking same sex couples. And people who are different, you know? You cannot possibly... different genders. You cannot possibly... That was actually the fucking ISIS out in the West that put, that, that put, it, on the, no, that put it on the dragons, not us. It, it's just, you know, it's, it's the fucking cloakers go. It sure, it, uh, it, uh... And look, am I against the dragons getting fucking parted out with massive choking like that? No, no, you I'm know? not. But... And you fucking hate refugees, too. Like, Who's a refugee? Gareth. We fucking welcomed, welcomed Duarte into the side. He's a valuable member of our team. Yeah, but you're making somebody else pay for him. Well, yeah. I mean, like, who else has to pay? I mean, this is this is the thing with the refugees, isn't it? Someone's got to pay. Well, so he's got no choice but to come and work for you, and you're not paying for him. I know what that sounds like, Nathan. He was in fucking detention in Newcastle, fucking up, up in fucking up in fucking Knights Island. Oh, so he's he's in a fucking paradise on the beach, and then all of a sudden the fucking white man show and drag him to a strange city that he's not familiar with where people speak a language he doesn't understand and give him a prestigious job dare I say one of the most prestigious jobs in all of it, all of the NRL what where if he does a good job everything's okay but he's beaten and berated if he you know stuffs up he never be ber- beaten or berated I mean he doesn't get shipped off to the fucking farm like happens over at Ben he's like where's, where's, where's Matty Where's, Matt, where's Maddie at training? This is the fucking talk on Monday. Where's Maddie? And Phil goes, it's okay. He's just he's going to live on a farm. That's it. It's funny that story. I've probably told this story before, but fucking had this dog when I was oh, how old would it would have been? Like pretty young, like like ten at the most, probably younger than ten though. And uh, and and this fucking dog was like a cattle dog. And uh, we had like one of, between us and the neighbours. We had one of those fences, like the you know the wire, the, the link fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the usual suburban sort of fence you see. And these fucking kids next door, the, there was three of them. And the middle one would always have his Batman mask on and be kicking the fence at the dog and trying to roll the dog up and everything. And the dog's trying to you know go up the fence and and uh, and hated this fucking cunt. <laughs> then one day, sometime down in the future, they're all out on the footpath and our fucking gates open. <laughs> And the older brother's wearing the Batman mask, <laughs> and the dog and the dog has just fucking flown at him and and, and got him. Well, I didn't get him bad, but like he fucking got him. Oh, that's fantastic. So he, he definitely did give him a bite, and um and so then okay, so there's obviously fucking trouble, and and uh, and then the parents are like, yeah, he's going to live on a farm. <laughs> years later, fast forward years later, and you go through evolution as you grow up, and like yeah. I'm okay, cool, he lives on a farm, that's great. And then yeah. you get a bit older, you go, you motherfuckers are lying to me, the cunt got destroyed, <laughs> and I, I, it was only probably. <laughs> It was twenty years later. I said to Mummy, "You know, fucking bogo, like you fucking, you, you, you fucking told us he went to live on a farm and and, and you know had him fucking destroyed or whatever." And she, like, oh, no, no, actually, for real, no, he, he did. He did, he did yeah. go, you know, you know, your uncle such and such had a fucking mate. Yeah, he took it. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, well, there you go. So, kids, <laughs> don't feel <laughs> if your mum, if mum and dad tell you the dog going to live on a farm, sometimes it actually, <laughs> it actually really does happen. Yeah, before you have to. Not much the case. Hope, not the case with yeah. Maddie Moylan, though. 
<laughs> he's gone to the same the same farm they fucking they, they jammed Grebsville fuck I tell you what though Penrith fans had a bit of the fucking Tigers about them how so well do you, do you remember the fucking the turn on bench yeah well I must admit the general vibe <laughs> of things oh, now? Is, that, is that maybe Matty Moylan isn't as amazing player as he was six or seven days ago <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what happened in the last six or seven days. Maybe it's because of the hamstring. Maybe he's just not, he can't run. I don't know, but there's something out there that's telling me that he's not as great as he was. Hmm. As his number two fan. You know, roses are red, violets are blue. Horses that lose are turned into glue. <laughs> so. Now, as his number two fan, how are you feeling at the moment? Um, do, do we want to go into this now? Or do you want to do it in the news? Fuck it, let's just do it now. We're, it's, 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 we're in the zone to do that now, so okay. let's do the Matty Moore thing now. Um, look, this show doesn't conform to fucking rules and tight segments. We can put shit wherever we want. We don't do our segment kegels. <laughs> just fucking... <laughs> there's no one fucking... There's, there's, there's no overlord fucking telling us what to do. The segments are just fucking wibbling all over the place. <laughs> fucking... Um, Terry folds. <laughs> Terry segments. <laughs> Um, there's there's a lot of uh, shit that's gone down recently like like stuff with Hain about you know how how he um, said to the media that the coach hadn't spoken to him or this that or the other and that's the difference in the sort of human being that they are Jared Hain's fucking dropping scandal nuggets to reporters while he's yeah, on the beach yeah yeah the Moylan stuff's just conjecture, and and the media is they do they go digging and talk to sources close to the player or sources close to the club. What I what I have heard is that, and I must admit it's not being reported like a lot at the moment. It's like, but but there is a, the the general vibe seems to be there's something something's happened last year even. It was when they with that, Griffin. It was when they fucking dominated the Cloakers last year. Um, and the story goes that at half time, Griffin had had a massive personal go at Matt Moylan in front yep. of the team. Yep. Now, for, for time immemorial, that that's always been the, the number one rule of, you know, disciplining or managing or, or taking care of problems within a group is that it is very rarely ever the right way to go about things. But it can be, though, is the thing. I wouldn't do it with a gem, little fucking millennial. Mate, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, when millennials were still fucking worried about pubes and... Yeah, like, but, I mean, like, the, the flip side of that is, like, the Melbourne Storm, one of the major keys of their success is the fact that it's full on honesty sessions on video every week after after and anyone can say anything and no one's allowed to fucking take it personally no that's what I'm saying I know but that's within that club and that culture and I think it would also be safe to assume that if it is an honesty session then it is an honesty session about the game apparently this was personal yeah so yeah personal but is it, is it personal in terms of like you fucking should be doing X, Y, Z, and you're not. Then you're doing and then you're doing A, B, C. No, the, or is it personal as in motherfucker? Look at your boots. 
<laughs> this is the reason we're in this position. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it was really personal. Like personal? So what, what power then? How do you know it was really? You're saying it was some authority. It was really personal. Like for example, what? No, it, it wasn't just about what was happening on the field. Yeah. So what then? Well, I wasn't in the room. Yeah, but I mean, you're saying it's very. I mean, you're saying it like you know something. Yeah, I've, look, I've spoken to somebody, and they've said that it it wasn't about what was happening on the field. Yeah, also give me some examples. You don't have to say exactly what, so, but you can just you know you can throw the ballpark no, out there. That's it. So, a uh, my my feelings on Hook have been well documented. You love him, coach for like him a five year deal, right? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Got you to the finals. Um. And and if if that's if that's what he's doing, then then that's that is just a, a fucking massive blunder on his part because again I, I, I can't see that situation where that doesn't put somebody offside it's not an honesty session it's not everybody sitting down and being open and being able to admit their mistakes and working together to build a better club having a crack at somebody you never do that in a position of power the only problem right? is we don't really know what was said. No, we don't. However... And you're going to fucking saguna it up. However... On Matt Moylan... Did he fuck Bryce Gibbs' girlfriend in front of him or something? <laughs> he did. Yeah. On Matt Moylan, he has a, a five-order, you know, four years remaining contract with the club. Yep. Penrith aren't going to ask other clubs to take him because every single club is savvy enough to say that, for example, if he's on 750 yeah, a season, yeah, they'll we'll, go, well... We'll take him, and you motherfuckers is paying. That's it. So, you know what? We think he's worth three, and we'll be happy to take him at that. Yeah. So he will need Got to ask... concerns about the hamstrings. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a discount. <laughs> what's, what's this dripping out of here? <laughs> what was your grounds called again? <laughs> um... So, it, if he leaves, it will be because he has asked for a release, and it has been granted, and then he will be free to s- then enter into a new contract with a club. Yep. I'd personally hate to see him go. I, I think he is a fantastic player, um, and I think that, taking into account that this is his first year in that playmaking role, he's the sort of natural footballer who will, will get better and better and better. The concern I have, and again, I speak about it almost every week, is you have those ability players versus effort players. And at some stage, he needs to start matching his ability with his effort. Yeah, I mean, because if, if it's true that he's not been, you know, rehabbing his hamstrings and, you know, the, the reoccurrence of the injuries... 100%. You know, that's, that's some bullshit fucking... That, like, I'm not going to say it's on the level like of a carny. But it's still in that fucking... It's that ballpark of, like, a fucking completely unprofessional... Yes. ...dude with no fucking regard for, you know, the actual club or, you yes. know, his, his, his career and so on. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Well, look, I... T- I, t- I, 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 don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want him at my club, I don't think. I just don't know where. I mean, unless, unless like, for, if, like, Blake Green was to leave or something like that, then, you know, maybe. But, I mean, he's, he can't be fullback. Yes, he can. Yeah. You can't. You can't be fullback. He, I mean, can, fullback's be, lock, fullback's he can bend down up. and touch his toes without Ooh. fucking doing his discs. Well, he's gonna have to if he fucking wants to come. He wants to come to that club. The Panthers are gonna have to do that, and him. They're both taking discounts, fucking throwing money. 
He's, he, can come to, he can come to us on a fucking Uate deal. He's blonde hair, blue eyed. You guys won't subjugate him. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. What you, should, what, you, what you should be saying is that we would be delighted. We would fucking shift heaven and earth to get such fucking um, <laughs> to get to get such fucking proud stock into our into our ranks. If you, if that's going to be your narrative, no, because there's no way you'd beat Cronulla if that's the defining characteristics. Would <laughs> <laughs> beat Cronulla for the signature? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, I, I think Cronulla is probably you know shaping is probably most likely because it looks like Maloney is <laughs> Maloney's this fucking accessory accessory merchant. He's <laughs> he apparently he's been demanding a million dollars a season. And that's why there's a, and that's why that's why there's holdouts over the, and like he's not going to get that out of Penrith, but if no, if Moreland comes on the market for cheaper, then yeah, you know they'll be like well, fucking see it, and then yeah. you'll end up with you'll end up with Maloney. No, we won't. Oh, yeah, if we if we allow Moreland to be granted a release because yes. we're happy with Cleary and Tyrone May, you can't be you can't be happy indefinitely with Cleary and Tyrone. Tyrone May's a good a good like he, he's a good placeholder. Yeah. But he can't kick. He's a, he's like he's solid, but he can't. He's 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 not. He's not the future. I, I'm concerned. I don't want to be the only club that James Maloney goes to and doesn't win a premiership. <laughs> it's got, it's going to happen to someone, right? I know. I just don't want it to be better. <laughs> That's a weird um, criteria for not wanting to do that. I thought it'd be because, like you know, he gives away a thousand penalties and misses a thousand tackles. Yeah, and the, well, look, he will. Fit and you don't right need, in. and you don't need like you don't need a gun goal kicker because you got one. Like you know, they're the sorts of things. I'll be, you know, he'll he'll come in, <laughs> miss miss three tackles, give away a penalty for a head high right in front, <laughs> and he's worried everyone's angry. <laughs> I'm home, and then Hook will fucking tell him what's up, <laughs> and yeah. he'll get sent to the um, farm. So, uh, the other thing that's been fairly fucking comical about this shit is, um, you know. I've, if, if there's one thing that, that Gus and the Panthers do fairly well generally, it's this sort of media bullshit. They came out and said, we've had the conversation. At yep. this stage, he's committed to Penrith. We are committed to him. Out of respect, neither Matt, his management, or us will be making any further comment. They're good at shutting it down, but there's also a lot of respect given to, to Gus Gould because he's already got that position in the media, so he can he can talk, he can have Rabs yeah. ask him shit, and he can and, and he can you know play it with a straight bat all through a fucking Friday night football telecast as well. So they're in they're in a very fortunate position as far as being able to manage the media yeah. and things like that. Um, and then all of a sudden, the fucking loss merchant Paul Gallen, loss merchant, <laughs> decide well. Fucking seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the county's a career loser. He was a fucking grub. Yep. A drug cheat. Don't forget racism. Fucking a racist. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden now he thinks his opinion needs to go out on absolutely everything in rugby league. It's because he's got the media job now. He he is. It's like the, Talis. I was, he, yep. I said that um, to a couple of guys this week. He is the future Gordon Talis. Yep. So, um, look, I really do hope Matt Moylan stays. Um, fuck, it's it's put me in a tough boat because I don't agree with the the players killing the coach, but but you don't the, like the coach, and the coach needs to be killed. There's exceptions to everything. <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes the coach has got it coming. Yeah, I again, it's yeah scraping into the eight. Yeah. Is still an underachievement. Well, it is when pre-season, you know, is you know, premiership favourites or you know up there. Yeah, oh, did that. That was Canada. always going to be over the top. But 
especially scraping into the eight mm-hmm. on the back of knights, tigers, dogs, like the fucking shit poverty teams yeah. that should all fucking relocate themselves to Perth. Relocate themselves to the fucking yeah, um, the dustbin of history. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a massive underachievement, and yep. and when they fucked Ivan off after the the injury season from hell because he was tired. Yeah, whole team looks fucking tired at the minute. <sighs> fucking hell, man. We'll get yeah, that'll be later. But yep. um, yeah, I, I really do hope he stays. Um, but if not. Um, I'd, I really hope that, that he's successful in another club. It might be another Lewis move where he's reinvigorated. Yeah, the thing is, just talk, he's gone, he's gone that bad though either. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't, ha- he can just go and play, you know, like that as long as he doesn't, stays out of the fucking way of, you know, whoever the good player is in the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Doesn't, doesn't fucking, doesn't, doesn't mm. clear him like he's been doing. Um, <clears throat> okay, so mailbag this week, um. Total Ben RL said he has technical difficulties with his Twitter account, so he wants to say it's Alpha Ben RL now. Technical difficulties. Well, that means he's lost his fucking password. Or he's called someone a cunt and been suspended. <laughs> <laughs> called a blue tick. It's like pretty much automatic, though. You call like a blue tick a cunt now. Yeah. And then you'll cop like your 12 hours, whatever whatever that first step yeah. is, right? Um, if it keeps happening, like say you do it like once a week, you, know, you ultimately get permanently suspended. I'll tell you what, these fucking blue ticks on Twitter... Motherfuckers they are. Yeah. Fuck them bitches. But they it's okay now. It's, it's like the fucking... It's like society with the SJWs at the moment. Okay. Right? It's it's great to be a member of a collective or a community until it's so great and wonderful that enough people join that that you're the majority. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden you're fucking evil. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, there's a couple there that make me think, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um... Now, SneakyNZ06 tweeted us this afternoon and said, New to Twitter, no fucking idea what I'm doing, but because of Twill I signed up. This is on YouTube, bitches. He says that, but he's got a profile picture. He's not an egg. So he's, there's a lot of people that don't know what they're doing and yeah. know, actually mean it. I mean, he's got half an idea. That's it. Fantastic. And the first three tweets from his account, that was about the fifth tweet that he sent us. The first one was retweeting something about Star Wars, and the next couple were... Ones that he'd linked his Twitter account to some app about you Drink. know what you've been drinking, yeah. what beers you've been That's drinking. Fantastic. So, so yeah, you you uh, you protest. And too look, much. I, I was really going to feel sorry for you and offer my condolences because you know being New Zealand, I assume you're a Warriors fan. Yeah. Um, but then I saw you're a Broncos fan, so you fuck, can go yeah. fuck yourself. Yep. Um, CK Jonesy, my buddy Jonesy, he's uh, he's sent he sent me this through the week, and this is news to me. He said, "Just a reminder, as it now as it's, as it's now offline." And he sent me a link to the you know, the uh, was it the, the Internet Archive, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> the Wayback Machine for Cooper Cronk's fucking website. The you know the burning thing and the best, super the best sinews, hot, the and, sinews the, and the yeah. best hot chips ever, and it's offline. So <laughs> if you check out if you check our likes. Look for Jonesy's tweet, and it's got the link to it, so you can still enjoy all the goodness. It's still it's been archived. However, it's not it's not there. And then, oh, then that got me like doing scans and stuff. Like, he fucking like not renewed his domain name. Oh, no, the domain's still there. They've just taken the site off there. But then there's Cooper. That's CooperCronk.com, and CooperCronk.com.au is available still. Which so so in a massive failure of his management and slash just general brand fucking one hundred and one. CooperCronk dot everything except for .com is pretty available so I'm just you know do what you will <laughs> so, sh- sh- so should I save 
If Mr. or Mrs. Cronk is interested in purchasing those, they should contact Hello at. <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't contact me because, although I will let you know that um, if you if you if you're new to the game <laughs> and you never bought a domain name before, when you're doing the .com.au one, they'll say like you know you need to have like a it needs to be like your name or like a name of a business that you have or something like that. Just check the box and say fucking yeah, yeah it is. Cool. Every time I buy a domain, I say, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a new product I'm developing. Nice. Like, it never comes back. The only thing is, if you do anything bad with it, you're fairly exposed legally, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, just a just a fun little uh, tidbit. Um, Shunter86, as a retort to the fucking Dragons fans, who no doubt having an awful fucking week and completely deservedly they brought it on themselves Twill host teams in the finals equals two mm, good stats it is a great stat was that our friend JDHD no that was our friend uh, Shanta no 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 who tweeted originally oh there was Sh- there was JDHD and it was also De Niro as well well both yeah. like, JDHD was the one that, that lumped the Dragons wins in against the Tigers and uh, and and De Niro was just like, oh, you know, two, yeah, four wins. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a fucking shame that only actual you know, competition points count for getting into the eight. Yeah, that's right. You're fucking clutching at straws, motherfuckers. The thing is, they went off. The, the, I, I, look, I'm not gonna lie. I, th- I, th- I thought that the Dragons were definitely. I thought they were the guaranteed team out of that. You know, the that, the bottom half that of the batch, eight. Yeah, yeah, out of the four teams that were vying for the three spots, I thought for sure they were they were the ones certainly because their four and against were so good and you know they've been playing reasonably well. Blah, you know they had how, how much an easy can, how much to Canberra hate Matt Moylan right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um. So yeah, no, look, I, th- I thought the Dragons were going to win too, but fuck, I mean, they 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 choked beyond all my wildest my wildest fuck. dream. I mean, like this day they was they went the full Hutchins Mars bar up the fucking was that, and everything. Was that just an eighty minute display of the brownie in the fucking Thompson's head pass <laughs> like that? Like that that pass was yeah. that whole game condensed down to an instant. <laughs> Uh, Dragons. I was, I was Dingo Dan. Do you think Bellamy would be able to turn Dave Taylor into a player considering his track record, or is the potato too far gone? Look, I would. I think as a as an example, and I don't think it's a, a perfect example, but Bellamy has failed before, uh, and the exhibit A would be uh, George Rose. But the thing is, when Bellamy fails, it's not a spectacular flame out. They'll be off the bench for a game. They'll be shit. They might have a poor attitude in training, and that's you know, I'm sure Dave Taylor would. And you just never see them again. They play for fucking whoever the feeder is up here these days. Yeah. I mean, when, Sunshine when, Coast, whatever. When Bellamy fails, he fails fast. Yeah, yeah, and he so. and he's not really massive on on second chances. So like, I mean, even look at Nate Miles. He hasn't done anything wrong, uh-huh. but he's only played like what one game off the bench, uh-huh. you know, if that. So he's played one game off the bench, maybe two. And that's since, like, the origin period. Uh-huh. And he was kind of bored almost for, like, you know, cover at that stage. Yeah. And he, you know, so... And he, has, he hasn't even used him. So Bellamy will just... Yeah, he he won't persist with a guy to try and make him into a player. Hmm. He'll... he'll if he may, or Maybe if he passes the attitude test, maybe he will. I don't know. But I just... Yeah, no. Yeah, there's also diminishing returns on somebody as old as Miles. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, uh... Giannis underscore Mateus... Why this podcast wasn't called Fuck Puppets is beyond explanation. <laughs> that or Lincoln Park's hits from the grave. Look, there's, yeah. This is habitual line steppers last week. 
Turtle Killer One Nine Seven. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get more hate for that. We got we got like about three tweets about it, and they were all like, "Fuck me, that's hilarious." <laughs> which says which says everything about the about the the listenership that we attract, and uh, that's fantastic. And especially when there's just, there's so many mystery listeners out there as well that are like. They're not. They're not on social media, or they just, just listen. They don't choose. They choose not to interact. With the, mis- the mystery listeners far outweigh the vocals. Oh, like like it's it's basically <laughs> like social media with life. Yeah, there's a fucking vocal minority, <laughs> <laughs> and there's others just to sit back and just enjoy the ride. Um, Turtle Killer One Nine Seven. Huge respect for your NRL player salary viewpoint. It's the only valid viewpoint, in my opinion. Mm. Solzy04, even when I don't want a bar of rugby league, I still have to listen to This Week in League. Still number one, boys. Thank you, sir. Oh, gentlemen. And uh, Green Machine Pod, I presume, is uh, on hiatus until next year. <laughs> yes. Unlucky. Mr. Underscore Wars, listening late because of work, but uh, Jay on the Broncos bandwagon and the pedo slash depression lols made this week's one for the ages. Um, yeah, well, I guess we're off the bandwagon now. And you know what? We were on the bandwagon, and they still didn't really fucking achieve. No. Like, they they got the win, which was great. Hey, what was the pedo depression thing? Oh, I don't know what the pedo thing was. I'm shooting the depression thing. I was like, that's like, that's like Linkin Park stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> it wasn't so much the depression thing. It was more suicide thing. No, we weren't saying anything about depression, I don't think. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty safe to say that no one's ever done that with a smile on their face. <laughs> Or fucking with David Carradine or whatever. Except Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is hard to smile going... <laughs> going out like a turbo. <laughs> you cunts are all lucky this is not a visual medium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jay, Jay did one of the most compelling, <laughs> compelling faces of death. The effort face. <laughs> uh, wars again. No, he said, home alone next weekend. I'm going to get a load away for every try scored over the first round of the NRL's final series. And he's going to hashtag, end up like a Sultana cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about mental <laughs> pictures and visuals, um, <laughs> Dominic's tweet is with his frankly repugnant handle of at N-D-E-R-S-C-R. That's fantastic. Motherfucker. <laughs> put some underscores either side of that. Oh, if you put an underscore between each letter and you're, you're guaranteed to be blocked. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story of Matai missing his own brookie farewell? Look, from it's my understanding. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't live in the area anymore. He lives up sort of near um northern New South Wales. Yeah, like, manly fans. However, manly fans don't travel. That's the story. Manly is, fans I, don't travel. Thing, thing That's is, it. I hear he's I hear he's not so much of a fan. <laughs> Which is part two. Um, it's funny though how like how uh, geographically separated the you know the homies have become. Like I mean I don't know where fucking Glenn is at the moment. Uh, what Mo's in, in in Sydney still, but Brett's mostly down in Melbourne. He's got like a uh, like a Japanese restaurant, you know, sort of thing going on down there in Melbourne. So he's in Melbourne all the time now. Ah, uh, does he? So uh, I'll, fucking, I'll go fucking hit it up when I'm down there for sure. Um, but also, then Matai was just fucking. Obviously, I said as I tweeted out, so he's actually projecting into Brian Kelly to fucking to basically take the wheel so that motherfucker could do something, and boy, did he. Um, okay. Game for the ages. Astrally project. Okay, fuck, we, we're on a chemtrail soon. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to get into flat earth and all that shit, are we? 
Oh, yeah, we've already done global hotening. <laughs> <laughs> Very scientifical. 7-Eleven was a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Putting chemicals in their motherfucking Slurpees. <laughs> now, Twill Tourist, which I'm going to say, fucking dark horse for hashtag of the year, quite oh, frankly. Yeah, fucking oh, it's great. It's going off. Um, we got a uh, Beer Boy 182. He's a... Uh, in Fess, Morocco. And he's fucking loving life over there. Wearing the undefeated shirt in Morocco. Uh, Bethany underscore B underscore 97 said, repping Twill Nation at the uh, Storm vs. Raiders game. Fantastic. Well, look, it's not Twill Tourist if you're in your own city, though. You live in Melbourne, fuck's sake. But just... <laughs> but, you know, thank yeah, you for representing. But we don't. Stop being so fucking hard on Bethany. <sighs> you look. know? You fucking right-wing Tony Abbott piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim McIntyre. He's uh, sent us a photograph of him relieving himself on a tree in Hawaii. <laughs> so uh, thank you, sir. And uh, I was just from the Facebook feed. He was uh, he, he did a stand-up set at uh, somewhere in LA. So fucking good fucking on him. Good job, mate. That is fantastic, dude. That's 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 like taking steps towards living the dream. That is. And so fucking. And especially when you are just not that good. To get up there, jeez, you know, it. Well, would, would you take? Yeah, we giveth and we taketh away, or yeah, I giveth and Jay takes away. Would you put a fucking Datsun one twenty Y, you know, in pole position in a Formula One race? Everyone would fucking give you A for effort, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> look, you're gonna kill this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can put that on his next poster, <sighs> described as a Datsun one twenty Y. <laughs> but that's in 120 wide comedy <laughs> and when people be like going, huh what does that mean um, that uh, the photo that Clevo put up of yep. himself in the undefeated yep. I was at work today and looking through a couple and I saw those and you know, fuck yeah that's great and I ducked out to get something to eat yep. and I'm crossing the road in the city and I get up and there's a, a guy on the corner and I see him and, and I see them around occasionally and I sort of give him a nod or a or wait, not that they know who I am. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen yeah. the Grinch and the yellow. And it's yeah. Fucking great. And I've walked past and I've gone the and done that. And this little emo kid's handed me a card and gone, yeah, eat fresh, motherfucker. And it was a Subway <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> and that is the story. And then right after lunch, you went to OPSN. <laughs> I'd realised you were fucking cooked. Well, they're, they're new t-shirts. They have green t-shirts. With yellow... Yeah, but you have to understand, there's, there's, there's writing, right? I was trying not to get hit by buses. <laughs> you just fucking... You just seen, you seen this mass, this, this foggy mass of, of green with yellow on it. You're like, eh, it looks yeah, close enough. Do you know that thing where, like, you see the first and last letter of a word and it, this, it had the fucking U and the thing? <laughs> what was the U? What was the U? Sa... Oh, so I wasn't even... St- so, so when you're talking about the start and the end thing, it actually wasn't that case either. Well, it is at the start. It's not the start. It's at yeah, the start. Yeah, okay. Motherfucker, you need to get your eyes checked. Uh, Super League Pod representing it at uh, St. Helens. Thank you, sir. Um, Mick the Perm, again. <laughs> listening to this week in league. This is, I think he uses this hashtag as like a fucking humble brag mechanism <laughs> now. Yeah, listening to uh, Twill on the way to Monza for F1. Armed with a sticker to place at the old track. Didn't get a photo where you put that sticker. I think you talked it up. Yes. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Escaping Canberra cold for an extended Mad Monday on Hamilton Island almost ran into Luke Rickardson in a golf cart. 
That would be a story. Yes. Gotta love Keefe. Just a twill touristing around America, fondling rodents, Disney at Disneyland, disgracing myself in Vegas, and then mellowing in Hawaii. Hashtag Tigers in Bali. Fuck, didn't that Luke Rickardson rumour amount to nothing? Which one was that? Oh, he was like a... A, a was, Coke dealer. Was it Coke or was it Pingers? Yeah, but what that... Was that ever published anywhere or was that just like some Twitter shit? I don't know. I don't remember. But it really didn't go anywhere. But it, it was basically along the lines of they're ready to raid him. Yeah, and like he's this kingpin of like, like, and but at the time there was like a lot of dudes getting arrested. Like there was a there was a syndicate or whatever being taken yeah. down, yeah, brick by brick. Yeah, so <laughs> I tell you, I watched all season three of Narcos this week, so I'm fucking pretty pretty dialed into the pretty dialed into the coke trade at the moment. <laughs> you got the lingo. Oh man, I can speak Spanish now. I tell you, um, yeah, where are we? Fucking this week in Ben Pomeroy, Super League Pod Boys. No further ado, take it away. Nice one, gents. Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod, ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. Yes, and it was Rest Fault 101 at Headingley on Thursday night as home side Leeds Rhinos were able to come out 38-26 winners over a surprisingly resilient Hull FC effort in the face of their Challenge Cup party hangover. Young Leeds fullback Jack Walker had another standout game, but all the controversy was around the yellow card that was for Gaz Ellis and the one that wasn't for Rob Burrow, who showed you can grow a foot taller if you really, really want to headbutt someone that much. In the end, second half scores from Cuthbertson and the ever-classy Parcel were enough for Leeds. And league leaders Castleford rested a few of their forwards as they visited Huddersfield on Friday night and they nearly slipped up in the process. Down at half-time, the Tigers managed to bounce back with a 24 points to 16 win with Bronco reject Greg Eden, Greg Eden extending his lead at the top of the tri-charts. A powerful performance from Sebastien Ikahihifo with a huge 10 tackle busts wasn't enough for the Giants whose playoff chances now look slim. Also on Friday night, Salford's fall off a cliff end to the season maintained its momentum as they were hammered at home by Wakefield Trinity. A string of NRL rejects with varying levels of grubbery featured for a lacklustre Salford as Louis Karma shows it's alive and well in the north of England. Wakefield were buoyed by the arrival of Tyler Randall to the side with a two-try display that might make the Knights question their decision to let him go so easily. But it was West Tigers' cast-off, Jacob Miller, that was the real star of the show in a 43-18 Trinity victory. Finally on Friday night, world champion Wigan Warriors had a chance to bounce back from Wembley upset with a short trip to rival St Helens and they took it, winning 26 points to 16. Ben Barber sniffed out a controversial try on his Saints debut but it was never going to be enough against a tough Wigan side who executed well whenever they had an opportunity. Young centre Oliver Gildart scoring twice in an all-round strong Wigan display. Saints tried to come back in the second half but Wigan hung on well with big names like Sam Tompkins and Sean O'Loughlin stepping up to keep their season alive. More refs fault controversy in the qualifiers on Saturday as London Broncos were given a last-minute penalty that wouldn't that would have given them a chance to draw with Warrington. In the end, they went down 38 points to 40 
On Sunday, Sheenius Coaching saw Hull KR maintain their 100% start in a bid to return to Super League with a 30 points to 18 win away at Featherstone. Braden Willie Army was one of four try scorers as Catalan got their season back on track with a 24 0 win on the road at Halifax. And finally, West's bound Corey Thompson scored a key second half try for Witness Vikings as they won away at Lee 24 8. So, all that means top place Cass are joined by Leeds in the end of season semi finals. Leeds on 36 can't be caught by 5th place Wigan on 29. It's still very close for the final two spots though. Hull in 3rd have 31. Wakefield who are 4th have 30. Wigan in 5th are on 29. And you can't write off Saints on 6th on 27 points either. Salford and Huddersfield could still have something to say on it too but their chances are running out. In the qualifiers, Warrington and Hull KR stay on 100%. Witness have 6 points from 8. Lee and Catalan on 4 each currently fill the million pound game places. London, Featherstone and Halifax are the also rounds. Okay, still have a couple of um, memberships left. I think it's literally like, like one or two. And look, I don't, want to say, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're like larger black sizes, I think. I mean, as they, as they are, allegedly. That, um, thank you, Mr. Abbott. Yeah, and... Uh, if I can stop the boats over here. And there possibly could be uh, some undefeated shirts left to... Um, I, I think there's a couple... That haven't been sold yet. Uh, got a tweet from Dayman, uh, Alex underscore Day underscore, who we've seen at, uh, at multiple Brisbane functions. Fuck yeah. And he's uh, just confirmed all our bookings for the grand final slash Dirty 30 weekend. Now the Bronx just have to stumble through the month to cop their beating. And, uh, yep, doesn't even matter if your team's not there. So Get in. It's better because you, you're relaxed. Yeah. When your team's not, I mean, when your team's there, you're not, you're not there in the moment. In the moment of fucking drinking the drinking the coffee, fucking Patron shot. Patron. You're, just, <laughs> you're, yes. you're, you're somewhere. You're somewhere like five hours into the future, stressing about what's going to happen. Yeah, there. that is true. And you've got to you got to be present and uh, and drinking in the present, not drinking the fucking yeah, not not eating, <laughs> eating your fucking hot dog and, <laughs> and your pie Word. five hours down the track. Anyway, um, so yeah, and I I know I said last week on the show that I I'd get a thing up to you know do like tentative. So like RSVPing or whatever to a grand final day thing, but I just got to be busy. So I will do it uh, Thursday. So Thursday afternoon after lunch, take a look because I'll do it when I'm putting the show up in the morning. Okay, news this week. A couple of things this week. Um, done them all, I think. But the Madge has been, well, you know, sacked, you would say, from uh, the head coach role at the Rabbitohs. Uh, you know, the Rabbitohs would, would, you know, in their in their part phrase it, make it more like a, you know, we've come to an agreement sort of thing, uh, as, as if it was, like, more mutual. But um, he's no longer the coach of the, of the Rabbitohs. Three years after taking them to a uh, a narrative-driven grand final win, which is quite which is quite a quick turnaround for a coach to be t- uh, removed from the the removed from a club after winning a grand final. I mean, sure, coaches leave. Like you know, Wayne Bennett he he left much more you know much much quicker from the Dragons after the grand final and fucking salted that earth. Oh, absolutely, brutally, yeah. and then went on to fucking yeah sacks of the fuck out of Newcastle as well, but. For a coach, a grand final win, especially one after such a massive drought, usually buys a lot of fucking goodwill. 
However, yeah. what a massive and and th- and really quick decline because they were they were basically like grand final and then shit shit worse. The the weird thing here in my mind is that um, earlier in the year the the hierarchy at South went out to the members mm-hmm. and their pets. If the fucking pet members have many, emails, many, many, many pets, <laughs> um, and basically said, "We need to apologise to you. We've recruited badly. We've managed our roster badly, um, and we need to rebuild." Mm-hmm. Which would, which almost seems that okay. If, if we've done that, we're saying that the roster is the issue, and therefore the coach should be absolved from any potential poor results. Not not so much absolved, but saying, well, well, okay, you have yeah. taken us to a grand final with the right cattle. Yeah. We believe you can do it again. Then you got that situation where is it, well, okay, they've had some some success in the last yep. you know, um, quarter of the season. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So is that not the coach? Does, is the coach not yeah. involved in that at yep. all? Is that just yep. the... You know, and again, not not being inside, you don't know. Um, how close to the end of his contract was he? That's the other thing that gets lost in all this bullshit. If he was at the end of his contract, then it becomes a. It be, doesn't become a. Then it's just. This is like a mutual non-renewal thing. Yeah. Not a. Not really, I think he had time. That's it. So I think he had time left. Yeah. Okay. Um, then there was the other thing that, you know, you, the rumblings around Madge earlier in the year when. With the Keery thing and, and, and Keery. shit going on up in Rust- Rusty's farm and <laughs> up in Rusty's farm, <laughs> up in Rusty's farm. Yeah, um. I mean, that's, you just know that's a, that, that's just the place where like where bad shit happens to people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but you know, do you remember the the rumblings around? Well, he was making them do e- extra sessions and yeah, burning one, them out. One essentially. of the one of the players had booked a weekend away for a, a christing or a wedding or something and it was pretty much well fucking not anymore you're not yeah. you know um, total classic Brian Smith book of coaching that or it's just Robbie Farrell <laughs> like, <laughs> what could possibly be different to their poor efforts last year and their poor efforts this year what is the <laughs> I'm just trying to no just, that's what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, the, I was saying, what's the difference Something's new. <laughs> they they came right out and said, not guaranteed Robbie Farrow is here 2018. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, and like less than two weeks later. See you, Madge. How fucking dare you? Fucking scoreboard's a bit <laughs> higher at Rabbitohs home ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got to be, otherwise I'll steal the hubcaps off it. <laughs> now... <laughs> So then, the the way that the way that it all works, I heard I heard today the the, the way that apparently it's all going to work out is he'll wind up at the Titans, which is going to be hilarious to see how that is is uh, how that's accepted by lazy trainer Jared Hayne, yeah. established coach killer. Well, the Titans have absolutely fucked themselves in that regard because the minute. They don't like anything up there. Well, you know, Ash Taylor's just going to threaten to walk up to the Broncos. Yeah. Let's be you know. real. I mean, that should be the first order of business. Man, get in there, extend that motherfucker. Take that 2019 thing out of the, you know, yeah. out of the equation. 
But so, I don't think he will. I think Ash Taylor's just like that. Look, you know, he he may very like well end gone. up there. He he may very well end up there, but let's just remember he's really the first casualty since Neil Henry. So who casualty? Who, coaching casualty. Yeah. So Henry's punted. Yep. Now all of a sudden there is a current NRL coach on the market. Recent grand final winner. And everyone's going, oh, well, okay, he'll just go there. Apparently there's like there's there's all sorts of fucking crazy moves going on. There's, then then there's Hazel's apparently 100% going to be sacked from the dogs. Yeah, well, that was an odd move, him not fronting up to the board meeting. Yeah, and uh, and then Dean Pay, who is the who obviously is a long-time speculated Bulldogs coach, but uh, he's the assistant coach down in Canberra at the moment. Apparently, he gets the, the head job, mm. which means that Jim Dimmick is going to blow a fucking gas. Because remember, he had the fucking dog's yeah. job. He had, was given the dog's job, and then they did the Hasler thing at the 11th yep. hour. So he's had the head coaching shit in his, in his hands. Still, then he's had to wait another fucking six years for a crack, and he's going to miss out then. Yeah. So he's going to, I don't know what to yeah, well, that, that, that's That's on him, though. It's on him to fucking take it, but uh, but uh, there's, should, been, there's been other opportunities. He should be throwing himself, like you know, into the Titans or yeah. you know, so, or go to England and get a couple of years under your belt, like other guys have done. Um, and then Hasler gets kicked up to New South Wales. Fucking so. hell! It it it's just this stupid case of hang on that there's an empty role, so this person. Yeah. Now could potentially do that. Let's not worry if they're the right fit for it or not. Just yeah, okay. Yep. And now the Titans officially, the short list I believe, is the Walker brothers, which I would love to see because that'd be great. You just see fucking chaos. I, lo- I just love chaos. Yeah. And like they they would they would bring some crazy yeah, shit to the NRL. And you know they might get ass flogged every week, but. And I'll tell you what. You know what? Nathan Brown fucking slapping Trent Barrett would no longer be the most contentious coaching move in history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other one is uh, is Tubes, so yeah, we shall see. I think is I think it's going to be Madge at the Titans, and mm. you know what? Maybe he does burn players out. However, you can't argue with the almost instantaneous results mm. that he, that he gets on arrival. Because I mean, South roster wasn't amazing when he turned up. Nah, and he turned them into Premiership winning side, yep. and uh, so you know if he could. He could definitely be a guy that would, uh, you know, burn out the fucking bad, you know, the bad yeah. seeds in the club. Or, fuck it, maybe he, you know, shapes them into, you know, and turns them into the players that they're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, had a, a tweet from uh, R. Longy. Amanda, she wanted to know. She said, I hope you guys discuss the idiocy of this testimonial match for JT and Smith. I can't get my head around it. So, kind of leading, leading the opinion now, but... Look, I I have to agree. Uh, there's going to be a trial game between the Storm and the Cowboys, which is being shaped as a testimonial match for JT and Cam Smith. Uh, it's going to be played at Suncorp, so their hope would be that they would sell it out and get you know fifty odd thousand people through the gate there, paying you know whatever to, to see it. And it's just straight up. It's just the gate, right? It's just straight up. Yeah. Down the middle. Yeah. Half to JT. Yep. After Cam Smith. Yep. So they're sort of talking like, you know, the the potential figures they're talking about is kind of is like three million, you know, cut down the middle. Mm. So one and a half mil each. Yep. This testimonial thing. At first I was like 
like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say why those two. I mean, clearly those guys are, are long tenured, uh, you know, very successful, um, you know, <laughs> accolades. Blah blah blah. Well, they won one premiership each. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, you know, they've been they've been part of the most dominant um, yeah, Queensland side ever. They've been, you know won tons of shit with Australia. Yeah, you know, they've been to grand finals. You know, blah blah blah. But um. So I mean, they're as almost as decorated as players would come. You would expect, you know. But I was thinking, what? That's and this, this, this one and a half million a piece doesn't doesn't come into the salary cap, and that's uh, and so. Then my first thought was, well, fucking okay, if it's them, why not anyone else? And so the NRL has come out and said that there are a number of criteria that need to be ticked before one can be eligible for a game like this, and the criteria would be at least 250 NRL games. I don't know when they developed this criteria, by the way. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was just for this, you know, they need to justify this, so they sort of work backwards and said, okay, what can we give these yeah. two guys and not everybody? Um, 250 NRL games, a minimum of 10 years at their club. They have to have played uh, State of Origin or Tests and uh, have near unblemished records both on and off the field. Um they must have so, a registered contract. We'll get to that. We'll get to. They must also have a registered contract in the season of the match to ensure their their salary is registered at market value. So you couldn't then put them on for a year at fifty grand, but have a testimony have the game testimony. where they get themselves yeah. another million and a half. Yeah. Um, they need to nominate a charity of choice where a portion of the money will go. And uh, what else? And so they're saying that that at the moment there's only I think there's only about five players in the game right now who would qualify for this game who would be Thurston Smith Billy Slater Sam Thiday and Simon Mannering so if they play if they all played in the next season they would meet the guidelines that they they could do a similar thing and obviously they wouldn't be you know Billy would be somewhat of a draw card Thiday and Mannering the the fucking Warriors fans if they had a trial game and it was a testimonial thing for Mannering the entire fucking country should fucking come to that game yeah. and pack it out because fuck, they can't give that well, guy enough dollars. See, this again, just when you think, right? And and I've been guilty lately of of having to put you know people into a good and evil category. Yeah, like these must be the bad guys, so that makes them the good guys yep. by default. And with the RLPA being the bunch of fucking cunts that they are, the NRL have unfortunately become the good guys in that <laughs> binary example. The enemy of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> now, just when I think they couldn't be any more stupid yeah. with how they run things, are you honestly telling me that Sam Thiday, who was in the fucking nightclub toilet three-way scandal the bar? at Alhambra, like, him, that's unblemished enough. That's, that's near near unblemished. But so. Luke Lewis winning premierships with two clubs, as we've discussed before, yeah, with so the you're... longest time span between premiership wins. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is like, yeah, yeah, sure, he doesn't, he 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 meets the unblemished thing, but he doesn't meet the ten years at the one club thing. Yeah. yeah. So they'd prefer for you to stick with one club. Yeah. But fucking rape someone in a toilet. How um, how would you qualify Cameron Cameron Smith as unblemished off the field? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Paragon of virtue on the field. 
he's willingly signed two contracts to cheat the salary cap for a number of seasons. Mm-hmm. Missed the grand final through suspension for one of the one of the wrestling uh, holds designed to injure a opponent that was pioneered by his club and 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 perfected by himself. I mean, and you can go. You mean you can you can go on. And yes, he's won all this stuff, and he's you know he's been. There's no one saying he's not an incredible player, and he's probably going to go down as you know potentially the greatest player ever to play the game. However. This whole near near unblemished thing is such a subjective and this and is a thing. I, I saw a, term. I saw a lot of shit um, with Sharks fans yeah. wanting one for Gallon. Yeah, look, yeah, fuck again, <laughs> fucking perennial loser. And if you ever go near a sky blue jersey again, you'll fucking burn in hell, you piece of shit. But peptides, racial slurs, yeah, ripping out stitches. Fucking like he, there's just no, there's nothing. Yeah, no, 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 no. But then the arguments. Well, hang on. Um, so, gallon, gallon, and the peptides and this. He, you know, it's a fucking argument that I hadn't thought of before. Right? If you get done for drugs, yes, you cannot say, I didn't know what it was, and I trusted the club to give me something. Right? That's yeah. not an excuse. If you test positive, you test positive, and you cop it. Well, this is how it works in things like, you know, anything that's, you know, like managed by like USADA or, or WADA. Now, somehow... You can, you can say, you can you can get, you can, you can say my shit yeah. was tainted, but you still get, you're still getting suspended because at the end of the day, I mean, if you can prove, if you can literally prove by supplying the exact bottle of pills or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they can test it and they go, yes, this has been tampered with, guess what? You still get, you'll still get, like, if it's a two-year suspension you're looking at, you'll still get six months. Yeah, you'll still cop something for it, but the, at the end of the day, they just say, "Look, if you, I didn't know." Well, they say, "Well, guess what? It's when you've signed on with the sporting organisation of choice, you've signed something in regards to the testing regime that says that you are the final responsibility uh-huh. as far as what goes into your body, and so it doesn't matter if you don't know because you've said here that you are the one finally responsible. Yep. So tough doesn't matter, and that's the fucking thing that no one ever brings up, right? If you replace. In that example, yep. I, I took substances, I didn't know what was in them, mm-hmm. and I trusted the club. Yep. Tough shit. You're still a yep. fucking drug cheat. Yep. Replace drugs with contracts, and all of a sudden it's not his fault. Yeah. He didn't know what he was signing. <laughs> he didn't know that. Why isn't there the fucking same... Well, why wasn't there the same stance on? Signing two contracts with two different numbers on it, though, is so, like... You can't even say, you know what I mean? Like, you can't even say you didn't know. I can't believe, there was no fucking scrutiny at the time. Like, yeah. There was no, never any scrutiny over that. Like, and it never carried on. It was always the club and Waldron and, was this and that. And good on fucking Cameron Smith taking the fucking shaggy. Yep. Just, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yep. It wasn't me. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, the fucking hyperbole around his record and character. Yeah. Is absolutely fucking sickening, and you know, again, just for Sam Thayde to deserve something that Luke Lewis doesn't. Yep. Like by their fucking standards. Yep. John Morris would have been eligible for a fucking testimonial. <laughs> oh, but did, but did he, he was he the ten at the one club though. No, he moved. He still moved around though, didn't he? Didn't. Uh Oh, yeah, no, you're right, he did the Sharks. Yeah, what's I mean, like, what about Robson? That motherfucker never did nothing to nobody. Well, you know, again, you look at you look at James Maloney, took the Warriors to a grand final, 
won a grand final with um, the Roosters. Won a grand final with the Sharks. Pope Australia, Pope State of Origin. Then you look at coaches, and the measure of a coach is very often, in that discussion of who's better and who's done this, is, oh, well, they've done it with more than one team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, it's just fucking bullshit reactionary crap. You know, fuck, we actually didn't think this through at all. Let's make some criteria that will shut 99.5% of the players up. Fucking, what happens if this week in league want to raise some fucking money and throw a testimonial out there yep. for Matt Moylan and, and fucking Steve Mattai? <laughs> <laughs> and we raise enough money and we go, right here, here's an opportunity for a fucking testimonial for you two. You're going to play with listeners of the show. <laughs> I'm fucking loving this idea right now. Um... Fucking crush Matt I Weak cunt that he is Do you realise how many Fucking listeners of the, we, We'd be fucking Okay so you got Moylan And then another 16 people Yeah We'd be 16 listeners down By the end Okay if we do that So we've fronted up the cash Does that They can't count that Towards the salary cap well, can't for Matt, he's retired. I mean, he just pocket that money and say thanks a lot. That's yeah, true. <laughs> thanks, um, thanks for coming. So, you know, or, I'll hold your share, Matty. Or for for example, <laughs> yeah, you know, or uh, at Sam Thayde will be his last year at the Bronco uh, oh. next year. If instead of doing that NRL one, we go okay, well, we're going to do a fucking third man testimonial. Third man is sponsored by nothing. You know, do, sponsored yeah. by Alhambra <laughs> <laughs> and Kodak. <laughs> You know, they can't count that towards the salary cap. Yeah. Um, well, here's another here's another actual real-life example. And because he hasn't made a decision on what's happening next year other than he's leaving Melbourne, he do, he's, he's leaving Melbourne, so he doesn't have a contract registered. So it's Cooper Cronk. So he can't have one. He can't have one because he's not registered. Con- and he's actually someone where I'd go, okay, you know what? Fair enough. Yep. Fuck because right. I, he, wasn't, he wasn't one of the two contract guys. Yeah. Obviously, that was Inglis and Slater. What's, and- what's Matt Gillette done? Has he played that many games? 250? Yeah. He hasn't been around that long, I don't think. I reckon he's one of those fucking creepers. Yeah, I don't think he's been around that long. But, um... Okay. But still, and then but then, it's, then you think, okay, this is the criteria for the game to even exist. Now let's talk about, you're really going to take 3 million at the gate? For this How much are you going to charge for a meaningless trial game? I mean, it's not even like there's a... It's not like it's fucking Anzac, the Anzac game yeah. or the fucking Charity Shield or anything. It's yeah. not an established thing where there's history and they're playing for a thing. This is just the trial game and you're going to charge people how much to watch a trial game? Uh, it's, it's a trial game. It's going to be played in trial game time. So it's have to be played probably in four 20-minute quarters. Yeah. It's like the All-Star game except with only like two All-Star <laughs> Two all stars, yeah. maybe. I mean, you know, obviously you got Storm the Cowboys. You know, you got like a, you know, another half a dozen players between yeah. the sides, but but still, it's you know, this is the, and yeah, Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Well, on you know, he's obviously good mates with Cam Smith and yeah. all that shit. He's, I'm I'm sure he'll say to him, enjoy your testimonial and all the best to you and stuff. But you know, I, I'm not running fucking Gunny and the Fox out. They're perfectly fit. Cannot. Yeah. I am happy with their preseason. Well, this preseason stuff too. It's like I'm not gonna, you know, who's gonna donate their fucking ACL for these guys to pocket a million and a half each? Yeah, because you know, you know, it's pre it's preseason. It's gonna fucking be fucking oath it is. There's there's gonna be someone and the, there's yeah. there's gonna be a story. Bellamy won't be bullied into. Oh, we we need to fill the first grade Melbourne Storm team. 
Yeah, you'd be like, I need to fill the fucking premiership out. cabinet with another premiership motherfucker. Yeah. I don't give a shit. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's just a strange thing to market as well. Because I, I can assure you that I'll not be going to that game. There will be a lot of shit cunt ripped in half a stitch back together jersey abominations of that game. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to play this game, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter whether how against this game you are. If you're going to play it anywhere, Suncorp is the place. I mean, you need to play it at Hedge Central. Fuck. There you go. There's the next shirt. How quickly can you get those into production? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, look. Now, look you, you I don't understand their criteria. I don't yeah. agree with them. And then even after all that's taken into account... I just don't think the game is is going to be like a. It's not a showpiece. I mean, if you, if you did like an all star game, like a, it's a testimonial, invitational, Cam Smith versus JT, and Cam Smith picks his dudes that he wants to have in his team, and JT picks the dudes that, you know wants to have in his yeah. team, and they pay them, you know, state of origin money or something. Like you know, it's not like match payments for a trial game. I mean, like if you're going in yeah. there. You know, for this sort of for a show PC game, because you want it to be a game that attracts a crowd, so therefore it attracts a gate that they actually have money to go home with. And, the, and the only other thing is, just in terms of timing and public perception. Yeah. You know, he's been fucking up there, being you know, I'm for the common man. Yeah. I'm this, and I care about the struggling. Yeah. Fringe first graders on eighty grand a year. Yeah. So come um, out to Suncorp Stadium. However, and give me a million and a half. I will take a million and a half. Personally, in a team game, yeah, where and the whole thing with fucking testimonials was from back before the sport was professional. Before, but this is this is a time when when players were working a full time job in addition to their career and not making fucking a lot of. I fucking remember in the nineteen ninety one grand final. Yeah, you know they showed Roycey Simmons, you know, occupation team leader at Telstra. <laughs> like they sh- he scored the fucking try and they show his occupation he's yeah. on television scoring a try in the grand final but that's not his job no no that's it's in his stats his, yeah. his job was in his fucking stats so <laughs> you know it, it, again especially with the, the current thing with the, the player salaries and the deal yeah it just reeks of fucking two-facedness we shouldn't be as surprised with that piece of shit yeah, yeah. It's far from the old days, with you know, like a testimonial dinner for like you know Wally Fullerton Smith. Mm. So you know, they'd fucking throw out a couple of signed signed jerseys and and you know, auction yeah. off some shit, and then he'd he'd walk away with you know yeah thirty grand or something in his yeah. pocket. And see you later. And you know, fuck it. If you are a Melbourne Storm fan or a Thurston fan, a Cowboys fan living in Queensland, fucking knock yourself out. Yeah, line the pockets. Far far be it from me to. Tell you how to spend your money. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing, schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Follow at our League Live because uh, they still they love the salt. 
Oh, they'll fuck it. They'll, they'll give it to a fan base, and uh, I do love it. And uh, they'll be tweeting uh, during matches through the course of the season and through the course of the finals. So make sure you hit follow on those guys. Okay, Thursday night up at thirteen hundred teeth. We had the Broncos twenty defeating the Cowboys ten. This was a critical game for the Cowboys. They had to win to ensure their place in the finals at this stage. And and really, when we're telling the stories of these games, we really have to tell them as if the knowledge of what came after wasn't really a factor because, you know, that's how that's the way it was, you know, yeah. watching them. And this game with the Broncos absolutely came out and, just, and tore them a new one early. And I was like, fucking all right. Because my ultimate goal for the weekend was to get to Saturday afternoon with our game not have it. and yeah. not have it mean sudden death for either of us. Yeah. So, like, if Penrith just got a win or they won by, like, you know, somewhere circa up to 10, we were still good. That's it. And, uh, and you know, Penrith thought, you know, that, at this stage, I'm thinking, well, you know, Penrith, they're fine. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what happens to them. I mean, because uh, who, who's going to fuck? I never even knew the, the, <coughs> the criteria, like the 38 thing. Cause 38 it, points. It was just yeah. something like I just didn't, you know, didn't even enter my mind that that yep. was even a possibility. And so, look, I was happy. I mean, Darius Boyd right on half time, oh. just get snipered with a hammy or something. And then it was kind of weird because, I mean, he looked like he was, you know, hammy and he was done and then they sort of carted him off the field and they were like oh no it's just a cramp and then you know after half time like no nah, he's, he's not coming back it's a, it is a thing yeah. um, yeah. we don't know how bad blah blah I, I reckon Wayne's been sniffing around a, a new young fullback <laughs> also with dodgy hammies so yeah well De- Darius was just dad I can do it too <laughs> My hammies can dodge <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys man I tell ya they threw them. It was it was like some fucking rocks drift fucking shit. They they threw themselves in the line. Yeah. The last sort of fifteen minutes, threw themselves at the line. I don't know if they would have lost to many other side. Like they would have got through a lot of teams in the competition. Yeah. I think at the end of that game, such was the desperation they showed and to to secure their you know their future in the finals. Um. So they have my respect and fucking good crowd too. Like over uh, over twenty three thousand in attendance. <laughs> The overarching thing I get going into this final series, and it's not just with Brisbane, or mm-hmm. especially the fucking Cowboys, if you look back at years past, there's generally a favourite. It's generally not a unanimous favourite. Yeah. And then there is two teams, potentially, sometimes yep. three, that can realistically knock them off. Yep. You know, like last year, people were saying, oh yeah, the Sharks will go... Other people are going, no, Melbourne will go all the way. Other yep. people are going, oh, no, well, no, Brisbane will have to come back and yep. whatever. Every team except Melbourne are not going into this final series with any sort of confidence. Normally by this stage, the ones who are going to sort of rise to the top, the cream... They've kind of emerged already. That's it. And they're playing in a way where you can see them focusing for finals. Yep. I don't see anybody else except Melbourne with that sort of, sort of attitude... Because yep. I, I really expected Brisbane to put them away here, and there are teams that there and there are, there are teams that have looked like that over the last month, but this weekend especially yeah. of games, uh, it really there were some incredibly poor performances from clubs that looked like they were headed for better things. So, um, hmm. but it, look, I mean, like the just the desire of the Cowboys to to win, they're not going away, regardless of the troop situation. Um, look, the Broncos defended very well at the end as well. To me, to like the Cowboys should have scored um, more, and I mean more than the ten points they got. And I'm sure one of them, like that last try for um, Felt, was 
pretty much right in the buzzer. Yeah. And that one was like, you motherfuckers. Because at that stage, that's even... The, that was the one Manly that couldn't, loo- Manly couldn't lose. Yeah. yeah. They, they were even on foreign against at that point. So Manly couldn't lose even by field goal. Um, but look, you know, the Broncos... You have to remember. I mean, they they lost Boyd, and it showed how it showed how uh, critical he is to the side. I don't think Nick Arim is a a fullback replacement for them. So you know, the no. the the less time out, the better for him. Um, you well, know, you, you look at this. They're surviving two weeks. They got two weeks, so they do. But you you look at this Brisbane team going into the finals, and in that game, and I know it's a you know traditional rival and big brother yep. little brother thing. Um, but a Brisbane Broncos team going into the final series, they missed thirty nine tackles. Mm-hmm. They made nine errors and they gave away nine penalties. Yep. And and it was and this this will surely put put to bed any sort of cowboy conspiracy, hashtag refs fault shit. Yep. Our penalty count was nine two. Yeah. So, so in the scheme of things, the Broncos put themselves under a lot of pressure. Yep. You know, like if you say, you know, how many meters do you reckon you get from a a kick for touch? Yeah, what do people get from usually like yeah, you know, sort of thirty. Thirty. Yep. So incredibly simplistic. Yep. You know, um, analogy. And just go okay, two seventy. But, yeah. but yeah, they've, they've almost given the Cowboys an extra three hundred meters. Yeah. Yep. In um, in attacks. So, um, but you know the they're there. Yep. They got a life. They do. And uh, you know, so the Cowboys. What's that? So the Cowboys. Yep. Yep. That's it. Please, fucking anyone who happens to live in Singapore. Please don't start fucking tweeting me on the fact that there are two Queensland teams in the finals and that there should be more New South Wales teams than that in the finals based on fucking where the teams are. Because I'm not going through that shit again with you. Piece of shit. Well, two teams is not nearly as many as the, as, as the you know, the five New South Wales teams though, right? Hmm. Well, it's not even close. It's not even half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we? Um, total Ben R- Ben RL Broncos bash baby brother in the battle of banana benders. Motherfucker, some fucking good alliteration. It's <laughs> good alliteration. Milford and Blair looked on point, ready for the finals. He's on hashtag Wayne's wanking, and so he's you know you've gone. <laughs> You've gone highbrow with the alliteration. It was a great job, and you just just gutted it. Yeah, <laughs> with your hat. Didn't need the hat. Is it just me, or is a lot of Milford stuff really lucky? Which you don't re- you want to be relying on when the chips are down, like that first try they scored. Yeah. Um, the thing is now rush Milford, but have a yeah. backup plan because yeah. he's going to run on you. Yeah. So on yeah. the fifth. Rush Milford. Yeah, you got rush. You rush him, but but it's like, every fucking cunt rushes him. But it's like every. But it's like every time. Every time any player you rush any player, you you better fucking make it count though because yeah, you know you're in a bad way. I mean anybody, but I mean, Milford especially, I guess. But but the thing is though, Mil- Milford's not gonna. If you rush him, yeah, he's not gonna pull back and then look for the second kick option. He's yep. just gonna run. Yep. And you know he's gonna step off his left. Yeah. So, anyway. Stuart Marler. I can't believe Manly let North Queensland score at the end there. <laughs> and my my feelings, my emotions at that time was just like, fuck, all right then. It's all on there. <laughs> There's no other way. Queenslander 22. Good win for the boys. Defence was great. Still don't know where we're at, though. It's hard to say. 
Mm. It is hard to say. And I think, yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to the previews later anyway. Uh, the Eels 22 defeated South Senior Rabbitohs 16 at ANZ in front of a crowd of just under, or just over 21,500. Uh, the Eels had a double, sorry, a hat trick to Semi Rodradra. Michael Jennings with a try. Moses, three or four conversions. The Rabbitohs 16 came from a double to Robert Jennings. Kyle Turner with a try. And Bryson Goodman, two of three conversions. Mm. This was one of those poor performances I was talking about for teams that should be in a better place at the moment. Yeah, 100%. And the Eels almost, almost fucking gave this one away. You're right. I agree. It was a poor performance overall. Um, in games, you know, Parramatta are sort of turning into you know, Warriors light in that they're, they're best and worst in the same game can be can be so far apart. Yeah. Uh, the, their handling lets them down and, and silly penalties when, when they really don't need to give them they're, they're yep. dominant um, <sighs> there's a couple of things about Parramatta this year going through you know and, and into this final series A they're not going to be on Melbourne's side of the draw yep big tick massive fucking tick two with the right conditions semi Radra blow a game wide open in, in no time flat yeah. out of nowhere yeah. you know that, and that's the sort of thing that in, in a grand final if he puts on two tries quickly that's that, a yeah fuck that me. can be the grand final and the other thing is the way Parramatta are attacking at the moment is just asking so many questions of defence like you see the, the try that um, that Jennings scored yeah it, again, it's it's not super complex and it's not overly slick and um, massive long passes. It's just having multiple yellow jerseys around the ball, moving quickly, and making defenders choose. Choose, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all it is, and and it was just absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, it's just such a simple thing when when teams recognise you know players in motion. Around the ball, yeah, is just is such a challenging fucking thing for opposition defenses, and instantly makes you you know yeah. x percent better. Well, that attack, yeah. Again, with all these fucking brain gurus that are around the NRL making untold fucking squillions, yeah. Has anyone actually sat down with teams and gone? Do you, you know the the more factors you put into a decision, generally the longer it takes you to fucking make that decision. Yep. So, one plus one is two. If I say to you, what's one plus two plus three plus four plus five? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Add it up. Oh, fuck. Could some, some, somebody pick up Corey, he's passed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's really, really good football to watch at the moment. So, Parramatta are uh, looking good and shit at the same time. Voodoo Rock uh, our play like shit to lure the storm into a false sense of complacency for next week work the treat hashtag eight long years Ah <laughs> uh, Ben so very happy my eels can play so badly and still find a way to win need to be a lot sharper in the finals though it's true the Roosters 20 this is the other one I was talking about the Roosters 20 yeah. the Titans 16 at Allianz Stadium just over 11,000 in attendance uh, the Roosters 20 have tries to Latrell Mitchell Michael Gordon Boyd Cordner uh, perfect night with the boot for Gordon 3-3 three, three conversions and a penalty goal uh, Titans 16 had tries to Pulu Don Proctor Ash Taylor 2-3 conversions 
Fucking would have been tough as a... Um, Titans were paying $10. Mm. And I believe you could... The line was like... Well, there, there was winning the winning line. Of, you know, it was like 22 and a half points. Something like that. Fuck. But there was a time there where that $10 straight up. <laughs> Dare to dream. It would have been frustrating to as, as a Titans fan. Because yeah. the, the Roosters were probably below their best in this one. Oh, absolutely. But the Titans... for. You know, started looking to play with a little bit of fucking intent. Yep. And then all it takes is that fucking fantastic no-look tip-on pass from Hayne. Yep. And and I have tried to go back through my fucking memories. Has that ever worked? Like, was there one fucking shot that I, that I can't remember where that came off where he does that for thing? For Hayne or for... For Hayne. Like, yeah. where he fucking, like, just stares... Like stares creepily into the eye of the defender in front of him, and yeah. flicks on, yeah. and just sort of goes, oh. oh. <laughs> it was, was it a state of origin or something where he's he's put Morris away? Oh, I don't fucking know. No, well, no, there was a state of origin where he fucked it, and and that was the turning yeah, point. Yeah, I know. Game two. No, yeah. I know. But I'm thinking, has it ever worked? Look, I want to say, I, I, I want to say probably yes, but I can't recall a specific circumstance. I can just imagine him in the fucking 49ers training camp. Oh, guys, let's run this play that I always used to do down under. Oh, yeah, okay. Fucking. Um, but what kept the Roosters in this one was their defence. Yep. You know, for for them to give nearly 25 extra sets to the Titans yep. off the back of errors and penalties. Yep. Fucking 25 extra sets for them to complete the tackles they did. Like, they, they missed under 20 tackles all game. Which is not good, but it's good in the circumstances that they put themselves. Well, fuck me, I'll tell you what. If I, if I had a team and they made 15 errors, gave away 9 penalties, and missed 15 tackles, yeah, I would be fucking happy enough with that. Yeah. Oh, from, it's good under the circumstances they found yeah. themselves, yeah, for sure. Um, but completing with the ball at 68%, you, you know, fuck, that's got to step up. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, it only just dawned on me this after this game... Gee, Boyd Cordner's dumb. <laughs> I don't, I don't like watch a lot of media stuff and things he like that. Awesome. But man, <laughs> it's the first time where he's just really jumped out at me. Like, wow, he's he's like, yeah, he's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he has nothing to do with the game, but he's he's, he's a great player. I love him. He's I'm, not but, napper dumb. Yeah, but no, it's a lot closer to that than I previously thought, though. Ah. Uh, I, don't know. I wouldn't have put him in the same ballpark, but now, oh, they're they're fucking they're playing they're playing the same game, for sure. I mean, one better than the other. I mean, admittedly, yes, he's playing the game better than that, yeah. but they're definitely in the same league. <laughs> Poor cunt. Um, Astro Nauts with the tweet uh, that really sums up this game. Hayne, you can doubly fuck off, you fucking useless cunt. <laughs> and right when they needed the ball, like, you know, when it's like the final throw of the die sort of situation. Yeah. Fucking Hayne. What can you say? Uh, Stuart Muller. Millennial entitlement plus underperformance plus embarrassing results. Surely Jared Hayne's next dream must be to play cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saturday, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 28, defeated the Penrith Panthers, 12, at Brookie, 
just under 14,500 in attendance. Manly's tries came to uh, Brian Kelly, DCE, Jakey Turbo, Tommy Turbo, and Curtis Sirenen. Matty Wright, four or five conversions. The Panthers, 12, came from tries to Tyrone May and uh, Regan Campbell-Gallard. Uh, Cleary took two conversions. Did you mispronounce Gillard because she was your fucking favourite member's political opponent? Like, that's pronounce, fucking low. I pronounce it the way that it fucking runs. Fuck. See, he's a but he see he's the he's the he's the political wonder child. He's a combination of Republican, Liberal, and Labor, all in his name. I mean, I'm taking some liberties there with Reagan oh, and Reagan, I, but still, I know, and I, you know, I he's know, the political animal. Well, notice that you only mispronounce the female part. You fucking misogynist. Look, you know, don't 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 assume my intentions. I'm I'm assuming you're fucking cloaca. <laughs> But, um, again, I'll not be fucking lectured by a member of Clive Palmer's PUP. <laughs> uh, that's lunch. the only factual statement that's been made tonight. No, I'm actually not anymore. Well, there's the party fold, didn't it? Yeah. So, so that's why you're not a member anymore. I get no more free lunches. <laughs> Could good. you imagine the fucking banquets that that insane cunt would be putting on these days with the absolute garbage that he's tweeting I mean that guy is fucking he's on shrooms hmm. constantly yeah I, I, I mean he's not he's not I, I refuse to give him credit for doing all that stuff himself he's getting <coughs> the people that is like seeing this crazy persona and making up memes and sending them to him and he's like going oh, that's hilarious and putting it out on his own account or he's got someone charged with Let's make random Clive shit. No, look, knowing somebody who used to do a lot of business with his resort in yep. Noosa, yep. I would, with a little bit of confidence, yep. say that he's definitely doing that <laughs> and nobody is going to him saying that's not really what people do. thing is, though, it doesn't really matter that he's doing it. Like, and here's the thing. I don't see the downside. If, yeah, if if this whole you know if if the the, the Twitter population yeah are the ones that matter yeah he is surely no longer a villain. That's exactly. And if his the fucking thing was to change narrative from I fucking rooted a bunch of people out of their entitlements and well, you know what technically he didn't and fucking this week in politics but um he he actually didn't. He, yeah. he just took what he was entitled to yeah. out of the company. Yeah. But... And the company failed. I'm sure then people lost their jobs and whatever, but yeah. But, um, yeah, fucking Clive. But yeah, now he's like the crazy, he's crazy Uncle Clive. He is. <laughs> instead of, you know, evil, like, instead of Mr. Burns, he's just changing himself into some fucking, you know, crazy um, weirdo. Yeah. So... Eccentric. Raiders, I thought were very disappointing. The Raiders? Yeah. Storm Raiders. No, no, we're talking about the Penrith Panthers Fuck. at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, we saw in the Souths game a couple of weeks ago, before Penrith went on their run, it was just a couple of months ago. Basham. Where Penrith were fucking all over them and looked amazing in that game for the early running. And then they Died. had that... Sin- it wasn't even the other, it was 10 minutes tops. Yeah, but I mean, they were fucking all... Like, they were all over them. And you guys... Yeah. I, I looked at that game and I thought... Panthers are finally, they're finally undefeated. They're, yeah. put, they're putting it together, and they're gonna and they're gonna fucking clean these and guys here's up. The role. And then yeah, you know, then that shit happened, and you know, Bird just got in their face, and and mm. and there was like, was there a fucking there was like punches thrown, and it was it was but Burgess 
Burgess went out and just put a bunch of cheap shots on yeah. Cleary. Yep. And then expected the rest of the forwards to sort of come back at him, and they, they pillowed. And they didn't. They and absolutely then, fucking and pillowed. And South took that and ran with it. This time, I mean, it was done legally, but it just seemed that uh, Jake Turbo and... Oh, fucking uh, trips are legal now, are they? Oh, that was fucking ridiculous. He didn't even get fucking done for it. There wasn't even a penalty at the time. I know. When, when that came out, I was actually like... What the fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? I didn't even see anything like that. I mean, and there's so many things that happen in games where you so like... So, Mr. Fucking 44 over here, now because the referees don't do something... Hey, I fucking... I, I don't wrestle <laughs> shit. What the fuck? How dare you fucking... How, how dare you put a 44 on me, you motherfucker? Um, but, but you're right. I think that he should have got done for a week, though, if it was an actual trip, which I don't think it was. But, I mean, the... Because he's, I think he's been done already this year for it. So I think he's past the stage where you can just throw a bit of cash at him and make it go away. Yeah, he, he copped a fine so, earlier. But, yeah. um, you know, regardless of, of all that other shit going on, Manly came out and the intent was clear from the very beginning. And when you have an experienced forward pack, so yep. you, you've you got your Merrins, your Tamows, those guys in there. Yeah. As well as the up-and-comers like your RCGs, mm-hmm. he was the only one putting any fucking mileage in. Tamau was an absolute fucking shirker. That guy... He's played some fucking great great hands for you guys over over the last couple of months. But no, he this hasn't. game... But this is one where he had to actually... No, he has a guy. He's played one. Oh, he's played done more naturally. Okay. Let, let me refresh your memory at our draw... Newcastle, Wests, Canterbury, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're not fucking killing world beaters. Yeah. The, the way our forward pack played against the Cowboys was the way that they had to play against Manly. Yeah. They were fast. They were physical. They kept going and they kept rolling up the middle of the park. Fucking brittle in defence in that game too, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... But that seems to be our MO this year. You know, yeah. okay, well, well we, we're going to stick it with you in the middle and we're going to score some points. We're going to let in some too, but it's not going to fuck us and we'll come back over the top of you at the end. Yep. And and we're happy to do it that way. Yep. Fantastic. But that was one of the most disappointing performances by a forward pack that I've seen in recent memory. Like, how the fuck Brown gets his his start in first grade? He's been like Abby, he's been potato central though all the time. Yeah, and funnily, has, that, has he has he even fucking cracked like fifty meters in a game? In the funnily last enough, months? right? Who's the one you hear fucking quotes from in the paper? Licking hooks, asshole. Oh really? So he's got the go picks. <laughs> fuck me. You know, and and look, I know that that Latu had the broken jaw. Yep, and that's fucking nasty. Um, but when when we had these guys coming through, like Harawiranara's, yep, come in. Um, now he he's not going to be a, a super physical forward. He's a the no. footwork. He's a first lane, drop guy, you know, fringe. Yeah, you know, um, edge runner. But the you know, um, kick out, kick out was yep. in there fucking destroying people. Had the dropsies about him. Yeah. You know, um, did these guys that were coming up and were hungry and were energetic, and this is what fucks me off about Griffin the most. You look at all the coaches at the moment that are floundering, 
right? And these are great coaches and yep. achieve things. Des Hasler. Mm-hmm. Maguire. Yep. You know, those guys. Won fucking premierships. Yep. And they're floundering. Yep. It's because they haven't adjusted to the way that the game's changed and evolved, particularly after the interchange yep. changes. And I dare say it's not even that they haven't adjusted, it's also that they refuse to. Yes. Like they outright refuse to. Outright refuse to. There's never been any attempt. Like you can just see that. It's like, this is what worked for me back when I did that thing. Yep. And this, and, and which is even worse for Dez because I mean, that thing was like fucking half a dozen years ago. Exactly. <laughs> but then the other thing is that's come into that is the HIA. Yep. Because now you've got situations where you actually need to take a team in that gives you flexibility because if you yep. get one of your outside backs, you have a knock. It, yeah. You know, your second rowers are going to be covering centre. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have a forward get a head knock. Yep. And it brings them off 10 minutes earlier than you were, than you were playing. Best laid plan, yep. So, do you gas the guy out there or do you burn another interchange yep. earlier? But when we had this forward pack that were coming through that were young, hungry, fast and energetic, that's the, that's the way the game's evolving. That was, that was St. George at the beginning of the year. Yep. You know, um, Vaughan and JDB, again, by no means, when you think of physical forwards, they're, they're not your Paulos, they're, they're not your Matt Scotts, they're not those guys. Yep. But they were fucking fast. It, yeah, it fucking annoys the fuck out of me, so. Um, the thing is that you can't change, you, you know, I mean, the, the, this like there's a, like to, it's overstating it, but there's like, you know, like a, like a, a like a bitch mentality like mm. a beta mentality, like when the shit gets when when shit gets real, and yep. people come up and they and they do they let the tackle slip up a little bit and do that forward shit that you know the old school forward yep. shit. They can't like they they just go into their shell and when they go into their shell, nothing else works. Then there's the inexcusable shit as well, like fucking fucking Bean, old Blake, fucking Bean. Can I tell you he made he he made Brian Kelly look like fucking Dylan Walker. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like Jesus and Christ. I tell you what, I I honestly thought that that battle, and I tweeted you as much. Yeah, um, I DM'd it to you earlier. I thought the complete opposite. I thought the mismatch was going to be Walker on Peachy. Yeah, because Peachy's been shown up a couple of times, and also Peachy talk, was, talk, was talking mad shit too. Uh, yeah, well, whatevs, but you know, um, like Chambers. Yeah, Chambers fucking Peachy held his pocket. Yep. after the game against Melbourne this year, but. Um, I thought Wanger would just have complete dominance over that side. I, th- I thought that he'd fucking score some tries through him, yeah. to be honest. But fucking cast your mind back to... And I think the last time I spoke about it was the Titans game. I reckon fucking cunt bean. Like, it, is it possible that Hook is fucking stupid enough to have accidentally hired an AFL tackling coach exclusively for this fuck <laughs> because I have not seen him put hands below a waist there were times though where it's it didn't even it didn't even touch him though like he was just so bamboozled no yeah he was but again he was straight through with it, it, with seemingly no little to no attempt to even but you look at somebody like Jakey right yep. in manly yep people beat him on the outside all the time they're gone but because of his technique, yep. he's at the legs. Yep. 
Now, the fucking physics of it is simple. If he's at their thighs, then the leverage they have to palm is not as much as if he's fucking chest to chest with them. And they can't fucking run without legs. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, you see one of these cunts in a prayer circle at the end, (laughs) and it, you know... The, the hand under the waist is fucking Satan's doorbell. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck me. Learn to tackle, you cunt. But, um... Yeah, the... Curtis Siren coming in. I mean, <sighs> Cherry Evans, how much did he enjoy having a player on the side that he didn't have to fucking tell him what to do? Like, someone who actually has yeah. a football brain and can do shit. I mean, a guy that's actually, like, you know, played as, like, you know, played in the halves and, you know, like, has some skill. And, yeah. What uh, I never realised... I mean, I knew he was having a good season for us. I mean, clearly, I mean, even the game he got injured, he fucking scored two tries, you know, before yeah. that happened. But... Just how fucking critical he he is, and just how much quality he brings to that side. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it's just just amazing. And um, but I just like Lussick Lussick is a fucking idiot. And I mean, in this game, like you said, the trip and he gave away a penalty at a stupid time as well yeah. for something dumb. Um, you know what though? You you can fucking afford to have idiots on your team when you you're running almost two thousand meters to the other team's fourteen hundred. Yeah, but you, but uh, then and only then though. Yeah, because I mean, there's games where he'll give you like you know three penalties, and that's three sets you know attacking you know your trial you know, and yeah. that's shit you can't do. But um, they just it was they were fast and they were getting back on side. That's they, it. They've done shit that they haven't done all season almost, yeah. or if they have done it, they've you know they've done it in very you know very patchy you know sporadic moments in within games. But to do it for like an entire game until they, the game was won and they went. And just back right off. I mean, there was times like we see well DCE where he and Green were just were so vicious on on fucking repeat sets, and then you could just see. And the, that's the difference. And you could just see when it was a twenty eight nil. Yeah. Then 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 that changed instead of like vicious on repeat sets to just banging out over the sideline and just uh, yeah going to okay cruise mode. Like I don't think for one minute that it was like let's. You know, let's 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 let these guys through <laughs> into the finals. Let, we 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 hold dominion over their future, and we elect that they will play finals football this year. Look, I don't think it was a case of that, but there was definitely a case of we've got the game with the two points are secured. We're good. Let's not get injured and fuck around with ourselves yeah. any longer. You know, and yeah. let's just get through this game. And but uh, yeah, look, yeah, it's an impressive performance. I'm very happy. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Man, Brian, Brian what Kelly, be done. Brian Kelly, you fucking, you, 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 that was his best game he's ever played. I mean, he had some good games in the first half of the season, but that was the best game yeah. he's ever played by fucking a long. Brian fucking Kelly, he's one of those fucking ridiculous cunts where you look at him and you can't tell if he's got freckles or a beard. <laughs> like you, fucking abomination of nature. <laughs> Just fucking... Sh- or at least shave your fucking neck. <laughs> Cunt. What a strange thing to get. <laughs> I just noticed it when they were talking to him after the game. <laughs> I was like, what a, what a strange thing to get angry about. I got some pretty fucking high definition on that television I'm watching on. Anyway. Uh, see, this is why you got to use it. You just got to use the app. Don't, don't fucking cast it to your television, man. Just, just watch it on your phone. I'm not even talking about a plus. Just a regular size <laughs> Moosehead08 What a response from Brian Kelly After a nightmare few weeks Outstanding tonight The young man Indeed 
Mario Siegs, 14 wins, 6th place. What a stunning season for a team completely written off at season's commencement. Hashtag go Manly. Yes, that too. As oh, he's, he's back on Manly, is there, he? There was a lot of... You, you see a lot of, of Twitter, like, before this game, like, even if we don't make it, I mean, you know, ninth is still pretty good for a team that everyone expected to get the spoon. I fucking loathe that talk. When, you, when you're starting a season, your goal is to make finals. Yeah. And there's been adversity and there's, you know, a large chunk of the salary cap that we haven't been to, yep. been able to make use of. That's great. But finals are still the goal. And now we've made it. There's been the scandals with your cheating piece of shit club. Well, you know, allegedly nothing's come off. And, uh, but also there's, there's the fact that they were as high as second... Not a while, not a not a fucking tremendously long we're, time ago. We're starting to be and dragonish then, here. No, no, I'm just saying. But, and, and then people, people, are like, oh, but you know, even if we, you know, mm. if even if we do make finals, you know, everyone expects to come last. So ninth is better than last. Yep. No, no. You revive. You know, the thing about goals is, you don't fucking sit on them. You fucking, you fucking keep an eye on them, and then you revise them as become yeah. as, yeah. as as becomes applicable. 100%. And when you when your team's touching second place on the ladder with about like eight weeks to go or something like that, then making the finals is no longer your goal. That goal is the bare minimum. Like that's not your that's yeah. not your fucking reach. That's not your stretch goal. And, and again, that's that's the thing. You look at the dragons. Yeah. Like, what, what did they win? Um, like, like April of, premiers. Well, yeah, but but one of seven or something. Or, Coming on the stretch. Coming in. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Let, let me I think they, they, sports, mate. It wasn't one of seven, was it? Because I actually turned around and got a couple towards the end, right? Well, while you introduce the, the Melbourne Raiders, I'll check sports mates. All right, I got some more tweets. So on, a blood buzz, uh, on a blood buzz setter, youth is nature's gift. It can take you a long way on a sporting field, but angst is what forges you into a Valerian steel man. And then he attached that meme, that current one going around with like the stock photo of the guy with the girl looking back at the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, on a daily bailus, a fantastic win by Manly is uh, by Manly tonight to get that all important neutral field advantage. <laughs> Hashtag grateful. And I'll tell you when you see the way that these games have gone. Oh, I should say uh, MJ Eagle twenty three. I've got to give him a run. Henry Perinara couldn't save you this week, Panthers. That's true. Where's your Perinara now? Um, it's between your balls and your asshole. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, he could have fucking stayed there and uh, not injected himself into the game a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. Just, just the way, yeah, no, the suburban grounds, the way like Leichhardt's been fucking, you know, kicking it lately, and fucking Brookie, and the, the Sharkies have, you know, for, for most, if not all, the season. Are you telling me, like, you, you can't tell me that a cavernous, gaping fucking void of ANZ, and to a lesser extent, Allianz slash SFS is better. It's not a better experience for people there. TV doesn't give a fuck. Set your shit up. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter to them. It, you know, if, you, if you're a network and you have to reuse old footage of fucking crowd shots and stuff to make it look like, a, you know, not a total disgrace, then I don't know, maybe you go to the place that looks like it's full when it's only got 15,000 in it. Or, you know, maybe you re- reward sides for fucking their finishing. Just for it. correction, Dragons yes. won three of nine. Three of nine at the end yeah. of the season. So, yeah. um, it, uh, we've spoken about it before. Rugby league needs to decide what it wants to be. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I don't know what the fucking answer is. You know, do you do you say that okay? Well, then every team plays every game here, okay? But you're giving fucking home games to Melbourne and Brisbane all the time, and they can't be yeah. And then yeah. region home game, home regional, like it's yeah. And North so. Queensland are also in the same in the same yeah. boat as well. You know. Um, 
you see the thing that they're doing at the Roosters Broncos game on Friday night? No. I think it's a positive step. They're doing a type of ticket in a certain area of the thing, and I don't know how much it costs because mm-hmm. I don't fact check anything. But I saw I saw what it includes. I was like, you know what? This is a step in the right direction. It's fucking you got your seat for the game, and then you've got like all you can eat fucking sausage sizzle, and then soft drinks and shit Fuck included. F- how fucking fun. good? Yeah, man. If I was in Sydney, yep. I would go to that. I'd go. That, that's where my ticket would be. Yeah, fucking smashing like smashing the bunning sausage. Fucking oath. Yeah, such an easy thing to do. Inexpensive as far as yep. a hospitality cost, you know, yeah. cost control standpoint is concerned, and um, yet something that people going to footy game would just would would go fucking nuts for. And if the fucking terrorists decide to blow up the fucking gas bottles under the barbecues. It's only fucking Roosters fans and a couple of fucking old Broncos fans. So really, <laughs> it's win, 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 win. Storm thirty two fucking lone wolves. <laughs> oh, storm down at Amy Park. Uh, crowd just over the twenty thousand. Uh, tries to uh, Kafusi Bromwich double to Harris uh, Gooney also with the try. Smith five of five conversions and a penalty goal. The Raiders six had a try to uh, Rapana and a goal to Croker. Yeah, th- there's your, your statement game of the round. Exactly. Especially in a game where it doesn't give a fuck. They they had cemented the minor premiership by such yeah. a long margin. They had they had nothing to gain out of this game other than a continuation of the momentum they've had recently um, they could have rested all their dudes yeah chose not to chose instead to make an example and and I think that's you know you, someone as, as smart as Bellamy he sees that you know th- there is something to be said and there is a definite advantage for going into a game with an aura you know for, yeah. for going in as well you know, fuck. And these like, guys to be are. fair, they had the they the aura was already there, but momentum is such a powerful thing. Exactly. And if, and if your guys, you know, if you're if your sports medicine guys in the team are telling you like these, they're fucking perfect. Don't worry about it. You don't have to. Re- they don't need a rest. Yep. You know, they don't have a niggling any. You know, this or that. Uh-huh. Then f- why not just keep the fucking wave going? And I'll tell you what, when you've got coaches of other places talking about you know every year fucking state of origin and this yep and it's unfair and blah 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 melbourne can realistically burn six games a year yeah like they lost six games all year yeah so it it is not unrealistic for them to look next year and go well you know what if you make origin you can also take a bit of a holiday yep um and whether you need it or not take the week before and the week after regardless yeah. of buys um, and we'll still finish four points clear yeah and when the uh, and when the NR, and when, when the RLPA starts talking about fucking player burnout you keep your fucking yap shut yeah because you got it good down. that's it <laughs> sign this second contract um, yeah so poor old poor old Canberra like fuck, fuck Canberra and fuck Ricky Stewart that's it to be in a position that they're in on the ladder. Yep. To be desperate to put their fate in their own hands. Yep. And to, then to come up against, you know, and Bellamy's not afraid to rest players in the last week of the round. 
He has fucked many a multi for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, he fucked the Supercoach Grand Finals yeah. for people too, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but uh, yeah, Melbourne, looking the oh. goods. And, and you know, the, the, I can't even say that this would have been any different if Canberra were playing to get themselves to the 30-point or, you know, yeah. whatever the you know, minimum threshold was for that little hustle at the end. And I'll tell you what, you fucking look <clears throat> at Melbourne's pack. Yep. None of the guys in there, you know, you've, you've got the Bromiches and... Yep. But none of the guys in there are, the, again, the super physical, you know, yep. dominating tacklers, hard hitters, fold cunts in half... Guys, yeah, they don't they don't hit hard, but I mean they're they're dominant they're dominant tackles in the sense that I mean their their wrestling game is is yeah their wrestling on. game's good, but in terms of their attitude, like if that manly yep. team had come out like they did against Penrith at Melbourne, yep, then what they do is they fucking brace and take it, yep. What they would have done, they would have taken it for twenty minutes, like Penrith, you know, tried to when yeah. they when they when they actually you know when the they'd stem the tide. <laughs> The storm wouldn't break. They'd wait it out, and then they'd get a repeat set or something, and eventually turn. And they would momentum. frustrate them into yeah, yeah. So yeah, but again, fucking biggest chill. tiger. If you squint enough, you can almost forget it's a storm, so you can really enjoy the beautiful football. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking, Dan. I know it's only Canberra, but goddamn, Melbourne are scary good. Yep. Brandon Vaudry. has the referees just decided to stop officiating against Cameron Smith? The cunt gets away with anything. That tweet could have happened any week. He, yeah, he pretty <laughs> any, much does. Yeah, he just, co- just copy and paste that. Just yeah, look, just uh, it's, it is what it is. Uh, the Sharkies twenty six to feed the Knights eighteen uh, in Newcastle. Just uh, once again over twenty and a half thousand. Fantastic fucking fan response from the Knights fans. They're fantastic. Uh, the Sharks twenty six tries to Holmes Townsend Braley and uh, Ramian. Maloney, 4-4 four four conversion and a penalty goal. Knights, 18, have tries to a double to Fitzgibbon. Uh, Danny Levy with a try. Hodkinson, 3-3 three, three conversions. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, again, you've got teams that are playing playing in the eight. And this, this game, though, too, this game was one of those games that didn't really have consequences on the makeup. I mean, the, the only consequences for this game came into play if Newcastle somehow managed to beat the Sharks by 22 points. Yeah, which, which was never going to happen. Which was, a, you know, an unlikely scenario. Um, it's fun. I was talking to um, Biggest Tiger Yep. online, and he, you know, he made mention, and I, th- and I thought it was a, a great point of view. He said that you got the teams that finished down the bottom, happy with their coach, excited about the future, ready to go, and then you look at, you know, fucking my club, fucking coaches shit the forwards are pillows and fucking shit like that <laughs> and you're in the finals and we're in the finals um, and then fucking Barrett ball <laughs> so this one was was a little bit deceptive you know the the Sharks beat the Knights and yes they are the Knights and yes they are the wooden spooners yep and a, a lot of people expected Cronulla to maybe score more points mm-hmm. than they did um but the Knights of round 26 are, are not the Knights of, say, prior round 20, I'd say. Yeah. You know, when, so when they like around, around Around 13 or something around then. Because they actually started the season off well and only just lost to the Warriors, you know, before you know anyone really knew about the Warriors this year in the, in the first round. So People not knowing about it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. But, look, again, I, I think out of, out of all the teams that, that are chasing... At the moment, and and I'd say Cronulla is just, you know, 
potentially could do it. But um, I think the their game this weekend was the best finals lead-in other than Melbourne. You know, they they look to be clicking a little better. They look they look to be just that little bit smoother, ready to go in. I'm I'm sure they're far from where they want to be in terms of bottom four. Um, but it, or you could say manly. I mean. One of the few games that actually had real life or death consequences to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it could. So, I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, yeah, Storm playing without consequences. Okay. Sharks playing without consequences. Like, I don't know why you're fucking denying climate change exists, Tony, but... Climate's changing here. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to talk about sharks. And you're fucking dumping sludge in the Barrier Reef. No, no, I'm you dumping can't. sludge out in fucking Pen- Penrith and let's face it. If you're going to set up a toxic waste dump. Auto land. Um, to, uh, yeah, so, you know, again, um, Newcastle got plenty to look forward to. Yep. Will it be next year? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Will it be the year after? One day, I can say with certainty, <laughs> Newcastle Knights will challenge for a place in the finals. I'll tell you what, there's a certain team that's getting rid of a British guy. Yep. Gaining a potato. Yep. And a fucking deadbeat dad. Yep. Next year might be Newcastle's year. <laughs> well, certainly to get off the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you set realistic goals. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so first goal, not to be the bottom. Like, yeah. Alex McKinnon's not playing in a marathon, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this going to be a thing now? Like every week, we're going to like pick something that's. Like... <laughs> uh, Christopher Reeve will not stand for that. No, um, I'm saying he's setting realistic goals. Yeah, he yeah. wants to walk down the aisle for his wedding. Yeah, I know what he's saying. Because he's a romantoplegic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, just when you think you've heard the title of the show already. Let's. Uh, <laughs> you have to talk while I type that in, so I don't forget it. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Is it like I pl- and then plegic or a? <laughs> Probably because of romantic. So we go I P L E G I C, and that's the story in real time <laughs> of how <laughs> how a title for the show is born, <laughs> where the mummy and a daddy love each other very much. <laughs> And there are no boundaries. <laughs> uh, now, mm. speaking of uh, just inappropriate fucking analing, the Doggies 26 defeat the Dragons 20 at ANZ, crowd of over 21,500. Many, many people in attendance to watch the spectacle that was the fucking flame out of the Dragons season. Uh, the Dogs 26 tries to Reynolds. Hopper Jr., Montoya, Tolman, and Leisha by three of five conversions. The Dragons, 20. Thompson, Nightingale, Dufty, a Whittup, three of three conversions and a penalty goal. Look, uh, another one in the narrative of not going out there with any sort of, of overt confidence in themselves. The commentators, I remember, they were they was saying more like, you know, they they're banking on the dogs not having anything to play for and when the initial you know when the emotion wears off and the game gets hard then 
they're they're not going to dig as deep because they don't have to, and then they'll come over the top of them. And yeah, okay. And that actually, well, that actually did happen. Except the dogs then decided, well, no, we're not going to accept it. They fought. They they had the big. They had the lead. They got run down. Dragons got themselves the lead. See, unfortunately, uh, the, the dogs as a whole didn't have anything to play for. Yeah, but there's one cunt playing for a contract. <laughs> and uh, wow, I mean, the last like three or four weeks since I don't, it's it's what's going on there. I mean, from all reports, I mean, it's clear that he's been told he's not to. Yeah, you know, he was just to you know to give service and everything, and not to to run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the whole running game is how he carved up the twenties and uh, and cultivated the the value on the market that they paid for him yeah. in the first place. But then. So, but what what I want to know is what's happened over the last three weeks. Has Des just said, "Well, I mean, he's been." Is it been a case of well, he's been told that he's, you know, not getting a contract, and that was that was announced. I mean, they had a goodbye for him like a couple of weeks ago, like you know, yeah. in front of the fans and stuff. So, is it a case of Des has said, "Well, fucking do what you want, doesn't matter," or has he just gone, "Fuck, I'm just going to do what I want because it doesn't matter." <laughs> Like where's it come? Where's the decision yeah, for this change come from? Who knows? Look, I've I never paid a lot of attention to Des during games. Did he used to have people around him in the manly box? Oh, he used to have like you know, like uh, yeah. I mean, you you would see no like, more or less uh, than other coaches. No, just so about is, usual. Yeah. Is it just me, or does he look like he's sitting in that fucking box by himself these days? I gotta be honest. I don't pay a lot of attention to it, but I guess. I know, but there are a couple of shots of when they cut to him. Yeah, where he looked to be just fucking on his pattern alone yeah doing Des things um no one around him so but um yeah the 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 Dragons I think may have paid the price for for a little bit of leadership like they got these guys that are good at their job and they had a fantastic start to the season and and as cruel as injuries are when Widdop went down this year that that that's what cost them you know the the two points here or there that would have not put them in this position and really not having anybody to stand up in the middle for them. Like, Nightingale's had a fucking fantastic career. Yep. How is he not fucking eligible for a testimonial? True story. Like, You're right. You're right. I mean, that guy, I mean, he's, rep- he's represented his country. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, I couldn't tell you the first fucking thing about the guy off field. Won a premiership. Won a premiership. On field, I, don't, I can't say he's ever done anything. And off field, I couldn't tell you a thing about the guy, which has got to be the perfect exactly. example that the, the guy's a clean yeah. skin. And that's the thing. Like, you look at players players of his age yep. who are still the quality that he is. Fucking fullbacks down. Okay, no worries. He'll slot back in there and be a fucking serviceable first-grade fullback. Yep. And blokes that he won a premiership with are fucking commentating the game now. Yeah. That's how far removed he is. So, yeah. Um... So in in terms of of longevity and leadership and that that big game experience, two hundred and forty five games. Okay. So fucking next year he signs up his contract. He's there before fucking Easter. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know the fucking best thing about that. Darius will never get a fucking testimonial. Yep. Shouldn't follow Wayne around so much. No. Nah. Um, and he's a fucking kind of a human, so. Alhambra and he was he was that other thing with fucking Ben Teo yeah. that cheek yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus he trashed that room and everything but that was because that was because of depression though, so it was okay fucking hell 
Yeah, so I'd, I'd, I really think in the middle they they could do with some experience. You know, Ben Hunt's played in some big games. Yeah, that's true. But just uh, like where's the like where's the desperation? These guys, yeah, they knew the equation before the before the weekend started. They were out, but they if they Unless if they, they won, all they had to do was win. Yep. and they're in. That's it. Just just fucking win. They should have come out like Manly came out. Like fucking, there's no tomorrow. We've got to go balls to the wall. Yep. And they did. They, they didn't. They did. They did get to the balls to the wall stage. I feel sort of midway through the second half when they finally yeah. got the lead. But when they got there, did they try and drive it home and you know put it beyond doubt? Well, they didn't try very hard. Yeah. And then once the dog started, once the dogs got close with that that, that try, and I mean, yeah. And then it was you know fucking game. Yeah. You know, then it was all dogs, and I mean you think yeah. And that was that sort of thing, like it's just that, mystifying to me. Like that that try with a fucking um, almost pass off the ground, and I'm not yep. implying that it was. Yep, I think the pass was fine. Um, that that was one of those times where it was okay, we're giving up on the play. Yeah, you know, someone's got him, and we're done. And and when you're playing for your season, if ever, yeah, that's when you uh, you can't be so. Yeah, it's it's absolutely mystifying, and for the good Dragons fans, I, I feel terribly sorry for you. But overall, I've, I've, it brings me nothing but joy, and the reason is because his mother, you motherfuckers, went a week early. You came at us a week early, yeah, gloating did. about gloating about your your shit team, you know, mm. doing this to our team and this to, you know, and Jay's team cop this, and and even old Glenn's team cop cop that. Well, guess what? Well, fucking. Karma obviously doesn't like somebody that attacks a host that isn't here to fucking, you know, yep. field that and give his response. Yep, yep. So unlucky, unlucky Dragons fans. Fucking yeah. Jesuits. Yep. <laughs> uh, underscore JDHD. Dragons were kissed on the dick with a soft drawer and still couldn't make the eight. We deserve this pain. Mm. That's a rational feeling. GT351 underscore Johns. Yep. Stop that garbage des ball shit and we play entertaining footy and you're welcome, North Queensland. The refs tried to screw you, but we prevailed. I'll tell you what, how fucking brutal must it be to see the dogs in the last three rounds of the year Mm -hmm. and knowing next year you're going to lose your hooker and you're going to be adding foreign and woods. Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's like, do they, does a dogs fan feel comf- do they feel confident? Like, you know, they are they feel with hope for next year. Surely you can't. You but this be. is the thing. I, I think earlier in the year they were finally just at that. Well, anything is better than this. Yeah. So even if next year is as bad as this one, at least we've tried something different. Yeah. Now, fuck, we can lose something now. Taken like I mean, like you want to talk about like players that have heart <laughs> and put it on the line. Gems and fucking J-Ray. Fuck me. <laughs> They're the dudes. The yeah. Fucking Gems bit a dude for the club. <laughs> he'll, he'll dead set. He's so passionate about winning. He'll dead set try and eat the fucking opposition players to get an amount advantage on the field. He's so fucking aware of what he does for his club that he fucking plays butler in front of referees now with his fucking arms behind his back. <laughs> That's uh, my favourite stance in rugby league. Yeah, and then but then now you've got the you know you've got all hamstring. I mean, you think fucking Reynolds scoring a try and then leaving the field. You think that's the thing? Wait to see foreign. How many games are he going to play next year? Double uh, double figures maybe. Yeah, 
So yeah, I'm yeah. very surprised. And Woods, I mean, look, you know, Woods will, you know, he'll he'll do okay for him. He'll do that Woods thing. But yeah, but again, we're, we're not in that fucking extra interchange. No, no. Big rumbling forward era anymore. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like it's also like you know, I guess we'll talk about the Tigers. Well, I mean, there's like so much confidence for them for that. You know, like next year's. You know, we're really turning around on the field since Cleary's been in charge. They've slowly got it together a bit and turned it yeah. around. And I mean, like, not amazingly so, but they're certainly, you know, very competitive over the last sort of, you know, yeah. six to eight weeks of the, of the competition. But in saying that, you're chopping and changing so much next year. I mean, you're bringing in some quality players, but there's a lot to be said for, you know, continuity and, you know, this year's been a complete... Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what they've done this year because they're, they're yeah. starting from scratch again. Yeah, Reynolds has got to fucking play somewhere. You know, sure things are you know things are working at the moment with the with Lolo and everything in there. They're also apparently after Moylan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Lolo, I mean, he he, he had the shits early on because he was supposed to be fullback, and you know they get rid of Teddy, and now he can maybe be fullback. And I, I tell you, I tell you what though, maybe maybe Ivan is just trying to be the fucking Bizarro Des, and where Des is just going fucking props everywhere. Yeah, Ivan's <laughs> just going well, fucking, I'll just take halves. Yeah. It was like Broncos are doing the fullback thing, weren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, a little while ago. But uh, and I guess I mean, yeah, he's sort of doing. Yeah, you could, you could say Clear is doing the fullback thing too. The Depends on where he wants to play these guys. The, the min maxing. <laughs> um, yeah, where are his tweets here? Cody Girdlestone. I'm disappointed with the loss, but considering we were tipped by everyone to finish 14th, 15th, I have some hope for next season. See that attitude? That's loser talk. Stuart Marler. Michael Leisha has been much maligned this year, but that performance should earn him North Queensland's Player of the Season award. I'd love to see some truthful fucking talk from some Cowboys to see who was doing what. I think I, I, I'm sure Paul Green was like, you know, they said, you know, you watch the game, and he was like, nah. Come on. Have fucking... Show some interest, mate. Like, really? I mean, is, or is it, yeah, you watch it, but you don't want to admit it for some reason? Be, just be true I'll be like what were you doing then Paul was the fucking one television channel you get up in fucking Townsville that's a weird bastard child of the normal ones we have in civilization playing reruns of Hogan's Heroes yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know were they fucking giving Albie Mangles the key to the city because that's about the only thing you'd fucking miss it for he's straight up pimp though fucking no that's what I'm saying I'd fucking miss a game for Albie he's Australian as <laughs> <the> ever <laughs> um Paul Green's got a fair bit of fucking cunt about him. Like, and he's got a lot of cunt about and him. And even, I don't think I never got that. Yeah. When he was playing, I thought yeah. he was like a good. He seemed like a nice guy. But now as a coach, he's got like Wayne Bennett fucking readings. And man, of cunt in his bloodstream. You, he's like the uber fucking religious guy who's not happy with the decisions he's made in his life. <laughs> And his brother's fucking left and got the beamer and the hot wife with the fake yeah. tits and the this, this, this. And all of a sudden he fucking loses it. Yeah. He's just this little unstable fucking evil gnome. <laughs> anyway. But honestly, you're in that situation. You're watching that game though, right? Why the fuck not? Because worst case scenario, if it goes the way that you yeah, you know, your hopes and dreams don't dictate it should go. You're on the piss the next day anyway. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Maybe for us sitting down and saying, okay, yeah, because you know what? If that was my team going to get knocked out by the result, mm-hmm. I'd be fucking in it. Yeah. 
it, is that an extension of the mentality of fucking kid gets their high school results in the mail and or university offers and don't want to open the letter? Yeah. Have to fucking, I don't know. Like, yeah, but if you said, look, you know, I didn't watch it because, you know, I was superstitious as fuck. I didn't want to jinx the result. It's fine. Okay. No, it's not. It's even stupider. Well, no, but if you say, but I mean, if you say that, if you got like, you know, because players have rituals and superstitions and stuff, right? I mean, yeah. these players go through the whole career and I wear the same fucking pair of jocks every, you know, every game, and yeah, yeah, it well, exists. Maybe it's that, stupid. Maybe that's why exists. the fucking dragons lost this week. They're, they're scared of winning. No, remember the fucking lucky undies. Who's like? Oh, who's lucky undies? Oh, oh, you mean? Are you talking about Hopper's magic mm. undies? That's true. No, 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 no. The okay. fucking the listener. Fuck. Oh, Lando. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What happened? To, yeah. Okay. We're Lando. gonna. Do, he didn't mention. I mean, what what happened to those? Did they fall apart? I don't know. Did they fall apart in the last nine weeks? Because that's some. That would be some real shit. Yeah. That I'd actually. I'd, I'd, you'd make a believer out of me in some strange shit if that were the case. I'll. Uh, but did, was he wearing them on Sunday? That's the. That's the crucial thing. I don't know. Yeah. But see, now you're almost getting to the stage where you're ready to buy fucking Gwyneth Paltrow's products. Oh, mate. I'll fucking I'll, I'll I'll bash a fucking jade egg into my vagina. My my yoni is all out of fucking. <laughs> Have you heard the latest one? No, I haven't. The, That's the only one I know. I've got nothing fucking, else. Um, energy food and drink cards. Was that what, what's the deal? Right, it's a a plastic card with a magnetic strip, like a credit card. Funnily enough, they yeah. also are plastic cards with magnetic yeah, strips. Yeah, um, that have been energized. By you, a process of energizing, okay, and patent pending, so we don't know it's proprietary. Okay, and you put it under your plate or glass, okay, to maximize the nutrients you take out of that food. <laughs> like, oh, well, what the fuck? I'll, what the fuck are we doing here I'll when st- we could be selling that shit to Americans? Oh, I'll stick to the JDEG. <laughs> we should. We could make up some dumb shit though and sell it to these gullible cunts. Yeah. It. Wow, tour nation stuff to play like those fucking things that Benji was wearing those wristbands, <laughs> decline stoppers. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, nice. Tigers twenty eight defeat the Warriors sixteen at Leichhardt. Crowd of just over ten thousand, but look a lot fuller than that to me. Um, Tigers twenty eight. They cut a double. To Kevin Degama, Lola Hay with a try, Masters and Nofalum also tries Lola Hay four or five conversions, Warriors 16, Kevin tries to Cutter, Tuvasa Shek, uh, Nickel Clockstat, Luke two or three conversions. Still my favourite name in rugby league this year. It's pretty good. It's a pretty fucking good name. Yeah. Chance, Nickel Clockstat. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's just got like this, it's got like South Auckland crossed with like Third Reich. <laughs> But that comes like a, a Nazi, like a brownish brown coat with the facial tat. <laughs> so, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? Cross with time to get in the oven. I'm Jingo Hitler. <laughs> dead, dead. <laughs> Is the British on the roof? <laughs> it's like t- too much weight, not enough Zyklon B. <laughs> Dead. Is it time for the final solution? 
Yes. You must throw this one ring <laughs> into the you, oven. I brought you home a be- beautiful feed of rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Now this game, like, I was like going through the going through the emotions that I was feeling at the time. I was still in utter delight at the choking of the dragons, and this game to me was an absolute superfluous feature of the the NRL season that didn't need to occur. I didn't give a fuck. Every, everything had played. All of the narratives for the final round had played out. Yep. I was good. Yep. You were good. Yep. And that was good. Yep. Dragons were eating their fucking words <laughs> that they that they had spilled at us. Dared to besmirch. And um, and this was just like a those two guys over there. Working shit out. None of my business. <laughs> but yeah, Tigers. They, they the Tigers got to finish. You know, go. You know, it's always good if you're going to go to Bali. I mean, you know, it's better to go with a smile on your face. Yep. And without Robbie Farrell. Yep. Two-time winners. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, you know, you, yeah, you, you made some some very very good comments about the the Tigers just then about how you know anything they do now you know they're, they're losing Woods they're losing Tedesco um, and, and they can turn as much as they like Woods yeah go go nuts yep very re- very replaceable yeah Tedesco though you cannot deny <laughs> gonna leave yeah. a hole and doesn't matter how good a player you get unless it's Moylan still doesn't do things like Tedesco does like kick return stuff. I mean, he's going to bring probably more like ball playing and, and you know, there's things that he's got that Tedesco's got. Like not make the finals. Like <laughs> well, Tedesco does. Well, you know, like Moreland's not exactly fucking lighting up the stage either, is he, at the minute? I didn't say play in the finals, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, you make the finals. <laughs> um, take part. <laughs> yeah. I see. Mm. Um, fucking I see at the moment. But, um... The one thing I see in that team is a, a little bit of cohesion, and there's lots of studies floating around out of US at the moment where they're saying that cohesion, in in as much as that is a fucking tough currency to measure. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know as well, being the big American sports fan that you are, that that they are all about data and numbers, mm-hmm. not so much statistics in terms of how we talk about them in a game. But, for example, to get into to certain sports, if you do not have a vertical leap of this and the ability to run this far... Run 40 yards in yeah, this. And, in yeah, this. I mean, it's, it, won't, it won't exclude you, but it will make you... you know, fractions of fractions will make you so much more or less desirable to potential yeah, that's suitors. It. And, yeah. and it, you know, it, it's based on, well, okay, nobody that can't do that has ever done... Yeah. You know, and we're not banking on you to be that, that person. The little unicorn, fuck you know, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but but they're saying that for team success, not for individual success at certain positions, yep. but for team success, cohesion can be more important than an overall talent pool, than the skill of the coach, yep. than the financial capacity of the organisation, and and I'm starting to see a little bit more of that in the Tigers. Like when when you've got guys really celebrating before the tries are scored, yeah, and it's not them going over, yeah, 
you know that that's when things are starting to look up. And if that's all Ivan's brought to the club this year, then it's more than they've had for a number of years. As, as, as much as you were complete fucking abortions on the field, mm-hmm. you know the, that's far from the worst building block you've got. Yeah. Fuck um, the Warriors, yeah. honestly. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I, I want to say it was Jason NRL who who uh, who tweeted this. And my apologies if I'm wrong. It had like a just tweeted out like a, an image, which was the the last fucking X yeah, amount of seasons, like that. like potentially greater than six. Back to twelve, I think it was seasons of the Warriors. The last was it last nine rounds? Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't. I'm sorry about. I'm fucking mangling this, but it was basically the gist was you know what the fuck is going on with the Warriors you know in the last nine rounds of the year, and you just see this a square you know a red square indicating a loss and a green square indicating a, a win, and the amount of fucking losses. There so go. there we go. Was, was that last like six? Is it six? Seventeen. Six. Yeah, back to twelve. So from seventeen back to two thousand and twelve, and it's just oh, with the. What is it? One, this two, year is just eight, straight four, through last five, nine. Six, so yeah, last nine, nine nine losses, and nine then twenty sixteen is six, and it's eight the year after that, and then it's five, and then it's five, and then it's another eight. The last, look at that. The amount of, more often than not, they've lost the last game. They've they've lost the last game of the season in the last five or six years. Yeah. No, and every year. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Every year of that, and and more often than not, they've lost. Two or three, the last two or three. Yeah, and only one, two, three years have they strung two wins together yep. in the last nine rounds. Yep. Um, Not good. Fucking hell. It's uh, Can make a jersey, though. They, they well, look, if there was a Dally M or a Premiership trophy for jersey manufacture, not just the quantity, but also the variety, and also... Yeah. Like, how appealing the variety is. Like, teams make, you know, they've got the home jerseys and they've got the, the away jersey. Yep. They've got, like, a heritage one, maybe. Yep. They've got a Indigenous round one, maybe women in league, depending. Uh, they've got a nines jersey. The Warriors, generally speaking, I'm not going to say universally, but generally speaking, all their jerseys... If not, if not all, the, the vast majority are all fucking great looking jerseys. Yeah. You get a team like the Dogs, when they've got the fucking blue chevron on the white jersey, yeah. that's classic. I mean, it's the Dogs and their scum, but it's classic and you recognise it as that's such. It. The reverse of that, also. But then the fucking golden dog face fucking... <laughs> like, they can release some goddamn abortions. Yeah. I mean, and you know the fucking put Warriors. Bryce, Bryce car right in front of a fucking Janome and he couldn't come out with some of the shit that the dogs release as jerseys no but if you paid someone 50 grand he could <laughs> zing uh, um. look honestly I was just wanting to slag the dogs jerseys off Okay, that's what the, that's what that was all about. Yeah. But no, but the Warriors I mean look at that they had a fiery one and they had the fucking ticky one that was great and you know what they do a fucking great job of incorporating the the culture of their indigenous people, mm-hmm. which you would suggest breeds inclusion. Yep. Um, Given that their side always has very high representation as well. Yeah. On the field. Um, fuck. What do you do? Like if if you're the war, if I say to you, 
I'm sorry to do this to you. It's not a gift, but I have purchased the New Zealand Warriors or the Auckland Warriors, and mm-hmm. they are now yours. What do you do? Jerry can all the way around, slow motion, walk away, yeah. flick a zippo <laughs> over my shoulder. Yeah, okay. Explosions. It looked cool as fuck. It looked cool than anything they've done over the last six years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, no, honestly, I, I don't want to say. I I don't know if they can be there anymore. I don't put them somewhere else in Australia because I just think it's so. I it, it's bad for the expansion of the game though. If yeah, you, it is. if you to do that because if nothing else, at least they've you know brought some uh, fantastic players out of the twenties that have gone to other good clubs and become you know New Zealand representative players. Yep. Who on their day under the right conditions, fucking give it to Australia for a couple of, you know, for a yeah. couple of years. Um, so, that, so they're not, you know, they're not churning yeah, out bad this? players. If I own the fucking Warriors, yeah, to go and sign deals exclusively with the, the PNG region and stop this fucking bro culture or whatever they call it of bring players through and get them and all of a sudden yeah it's you know we are a guaranteed stepping stone to a fucking New Zealand jersey and say well fuck off we're, we're not living here in New Zealand if you want to play for the Warriors that's fine but we're fucking playing at a PNG because they've got stadiums over there they've got state of the art facilities we'll fucking get people through the fucking gates every week yeah PNG like minor premiers and fucking Queensland competition, they're they're stepping, they're they're already, their shit's already in place and building. I would not fuck with that because like, no, I'm saying if I own the Warriors, yeah, that's what I'd be taking advantage of. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, I, I would I would hope that they wouldn't be permitted. I'd relocate the cunts, honestly. Yeah, I'd, yeah, this is the thing. I think it's just a matter of you know, if you were given the the Warriors, you you were given an NRL license, and then if you had the ability and you weren't confined to mm. that license, having to have to stay as a New yeah. Zealand side I would start looking at being a Perth or you know I don't know about Central Coast but no you know what I, I feel like the time is the time has come back at least to have a look at Perth the way that you know they've they've you know just just excised the rugby franchise from mm-hmm. there but you know what fuck Perth I'd plant myself squarely between the Titans and the Broncos so it's like Logan or something. Yep, if I had the fucking cash, I would sit there. Probably go Ippy, but yeah. Or Logan, whatever. Uh, population of Ippy? I don't know, but they got a, it's like it's a rugby league town, you know what I mean? They've got they've 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 got they've got junior yeah. shit. They you know, they've you know, they've got guys out there. Yeah. I don't know about Logan. Anyway. I mean Logan does too, I suppose, but I, mean, I don't think it'd be the same extent as it which it's just hard, but I think I'd I just don't know how you could fix the Warriors and keep them as as they are, but fix that franchise. And then I'll tell you one thing: you you look at everyone who's been involved in recruitment and retention for the last six years, mm. and you would stamp them all never to fucking darken the hallways again. And look for proof. I would I would look for proven people outside of. The, and you know what? There might be some cultural fucking issues if you get some some hard ass recruitment guy in that has no ties to anything but you know what but that's the thing though I'll Break. tell you the recruitment guys if you look at the the recruitment of their players that's yeah. not where the fucking issue is 
Yeah, but remember what I was saying the other week. I reckon it's like, you know, just even like the way that rugby league players are brought through in New Zealand, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's just a soft pathway. Yep. And so with the recruitment, you can't just... No, you can't. However, even if you recruit... If you get the best recruitment person in the world, yep. right? Like they've pulled Hoffman. Yep. Um, and... And he hasn't reached the heights personally. He's had a couple of good games, but they got. But this is the thing: they got him at the end. Yeah, they did. But they get like Lehman. They fucking buy him at the end. Like, let's say with you and and your knowledge of a software program. Yep. If I bring you into my company, yep. and say, well, you know what? I'm going to fucking pay you anyway, and I'm not going to check that you actually touch the thing. If I come to you in a year's time, are you going to be as sharp with it? Well, I'd, I'd like to assume that yes, because so you know, you've got some fucking diligence in your you'd job. Be able, you'd be able to do basics. But I'm saying, if you don't touch something for a year and you're not putting effort in... Yeah, but you're, but you're saying, like, if you're, you're, you're saying you're telling me that I don't have to and you're not going to check. Mm. Then, I mean, but then, then it comes down to what sort of person you are too, like whether you're actually going to do the work or not. Certainly you know does. I mean? so. And even if you are that sort of person, it becomes harder if that's not the culture. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, I don't, I don't know if there is an answer. And then you see, and like the reason why I start talking about the recruitment thing is because, then now they've signed fucking Beal and Blair. Who are these guys? At the end, Blair's at the end, or close to it. Yeah. This is his final fucking thing. You know, Blair. I, I know it's popular to rag on Blair. And, you know, he's done some dumb shit and he's had some fucking potato seasons at the Tigers. Yeah, and yeah, and, what's, and what sort of season do you think he's going to have at the Warriors? Knowing what you know... And that that's exactly it, you know? Craig Bellamy does not stand for bullshit. Fantastic Adam Blair. Tigers, the whole situation is in flux with just, you know, weak coaches, you know, besieged, you know, like whatever. Potato years. Goes to Bennett, another guy who doesn't suffer fools. Returns to form. Yeah. And he's going to go across to New Zealand where they can do whatever the fuck they please, apparently, I mean, evidently. And watch what happens. He's, yeah. He could take a real, I mean, he's a, he's a, what, you know, a real, like, grub, fucking hard-nosed kind of guy. He could go over there and take some kids under his wing and turn them into fucking killers with their natural, you know, physical abilities and traits. Yeah. Teach him some jiu-jitsu. And that's the thing. If, Teach him how to choke a motherfucker with his lapel. He, if he only had that in in himself and it wasn't a Bellamy and Bennett thing. Yep. If all he did for the Warriors next year was just fucking terrorise kickers like he's done this year. Yeah. If that's all he did and that was that, well, okay, fucking see what I'm doing. Yeah. See this? Anyway. Like, he is not, like, when, that, when, when Manly bought Ben Kennedy, <coughs> I mean, he was, he's, he created what Mo... Yeah, he created Glenn Stewart. Yep, he created all these guys. Yeah, just you know by being the guy to take them through. Blair is not that guy. He's the dude that's going to get him on the piss. <laughs> like, yeah, he's been the party guy, you know, and, t- and talk about the glory days when he yeah. played at a good club that had fucking standards. Exactly. So yeah, I don't see it.
Okay, special grand, oh, not grand final, finals week. <laughs> grand final. Final, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> getting carried away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finals week edition of, uh, of Ask Nat. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? Oh, fuck, I could, I could not be better. I mean, yeah, first thing I just say, like I said to you on Twitter, I was like, high five, finals, finals buddies. buddies. We've done it. How good is we could have, We could have fucked each other up. And we did it. And got and been res- responsible for one or the other of us being knocked out of the finals, and that would have been a terribly but difficult final call to make. It's still going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're in the fi- we made it into the finals now, and it is, it is unfortunate that um, yeah. those absolute bottle job moron dragons. <laughs> Seriously, what little peasants they are. Seriously. Oh, just absolute, Can absolute I now poverty, talk to you about poverty fraud. After, oh. after my apology last week. Watching them Don't, do what yeah. they did on Sunday. Sorry. Never no. apologise. I mean, it's a yeah. massive sign of weakness. And speaking of weakness, the St. George Laura Dragons. Yeah, it's, it's now, synonymous with the word, isn't it? <laughs> the tweets the tweets that I got last week mm-hmm. saying, oh, this year, uh, yeah, well, the, the former co-host of the show was a Tigers fan. And so yes. someone was like, oh, th- this year we've gone undefeated against both of the host teams or all the host teams and and former hosts so saying that they beat Penrith twice Manly twice and Tigers however many times they played them this year yep where did that fucking get them though nowhere when you can't even beat the Bulldogs who are playing for nothing nothing and, and you know what I didn't I mean like I'm not a huge believer in history and stuff when it comes oh, to football so because I mean like because squads because squads change year to year exactly. but not only year to year but they change like but you know, a squad today versus a squad three years ago, uh, totally different situation. So, versus squad now for some teams. <laughs> yeah, so if you tell me that if you tell me that a team's won like eleven in the last twelve games or something yeah. against a team, I don't hold too much stock. But you know what? Now I'm starting to believe they may be <laughs> because the dogs, although they have been travelling better over like the, the final yeah, month of the, the competition, past two weeks. <laughs> ever since they decided to let Leisha run, yeah. Um, They've, they've been, they've been, they have improved. Definitely. But even in that game, I mean, like the, the, I was, I was listening. To the commentators were like, "Oh, you know, the strategy is that you know they're going to let them, they're letting them sort of, you know, lose the excitement over the game and everything. Mm-hmm. And as it gets hard and it gets you know, you know like thirty minutes to go, they're going to start to realise they're not playing for anything. And the dragons will. They did you know, the opposite. Well, they, they they did do that, and then the dragons mm-hmm. got in the lead and had a decent lead, but Third then. Day. Then the dra- yeah, and then but then all of a sudden, then they got a second win and they came back and they yep. scored two late tries to win it. Yep. So uh, look, you know, I'm, I'm glad to, I'm glad Josh Reynolds could finish on a positive oh, note. I mean, even though, I even though he went him. off injured, I mean, he. Um, I adore him. I think he's fantastic, Josh Reynolds. It's a shame he couldn't walk off the field. Like you know, a shame that he had he got injured so early, but he scored a try and ultimately that you know, it wasn't the match winning try, but it was it was a difference. In it was the lovely that like that's the last thing he did for them was to score that try, and it's so nice to see someone legitimately so dedicated to that team he didn't want to go but at the same time he's not talking shit about the team he's going to like he's saying he's excited about it he's looking forward to it but it was just really really nice to see him go out on a little bit of a high um yep. he's great yep exactly and um i so yeah good to see that. and i mean and great to see the dragons after after all that shit mm-hmm. still bottom they, uh, still choked <laughs> still couldn't quite get into the finals so uh and cowboys okay. have dead set like Stephen bradbury their way across that finish line. Like, everyone else in front of them has just fallen over and they're just like, off we go. <laughs> one of the greatest so, Bradbury... Yeah. One of the greatest Bradbury... Greatest into sporting moment we've of seen all time. In the, top, in, the top, in the top eight system. Yeah, really. absolutely. That's what they've um, done. So, so, yeah, although, having said that, maybe not based on... But even based on Friday night, they lost and, like the, and the Broncos lost mm. um, Darius, you know, through the game. Yeah. 
so they sort of you know did come back a little bit. Yeah, did, you know, yeah. But but they were still like throwing themselves, As doing usual, everything they, they possibly could, absolutely oh. throwing their bodies against yep. against the Broncos line, trying to just try and anything to score. They're just. Uh, oh, I just. How can you not like them? They're just. I really like the Cowboys, um, and, yeah. and to see them after this year, absolutely demolished with injuries. Um, mm-hmm. It was. I've never seen anything like it. What happened to them this year? And for them to still sneak their way in, that is just what a great year this has been. <laughs> what a great yep. final eight we have in front of us. And now it's just like, give me chaos. I want the Cowboys to, to win this oh, week. Oh, I'd love to see them beat the Sharks. And uh, you know, go through and whoever they f- up against next time, beat them too. That'll be Paramount. <laughs> okay, as, long, as long as it's not manly, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> go as far as you want. See you in the grand final and then, then it can stop. <laughs> and then get more injuries so you can just roll them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, I think. Now, <laughs> what have we got here for... Uh, for questions this week on Ask Now. Oh, the first one, well, obviously, uh, this was always going to happen, and I'm surprised we didn't get a thousand of these. I mean, you probably got a few of them to your Twitter account, though. Uh, Astronauts is the one that I'm going to choose, though. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your experience. Tell us about your experience of, uh, you know, game day. Game day experience. Oh. Did you, you end up, you ended up going, didn't you? Yeah, I went. And um, luckily, we had dinner plans afterwards, so we kind of had something to make the, the night worthwhile. Um, it was horrible. I will say, Manly is a fantastic ground to watch football at if you're a Manly supporter. Wow, well, rookie. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, there was like three Penrith supporters in the whole place, me and my and team. And where, where were you watching it from? The hill, like the hill, you? one of the hills. Um, were you, were so, you down? Were you down close to the to the Fulton Menzies stand, or were you down like so we're opposite like, the right stand? With... And we yeah, so you, you know that big giant hill opposite the stand. Oh, on the short side? Yeah, the short side. That okay, one. the family hill, yep. Yep, so we were there. Yep. Um, and it was, yeah, I love sitting on I love that sort of thing. Like, it's, it's fun. I really, really like that. Um, like, sitting on the hill and all that sort of thing. It's just, it's really good. Um, yep. But, yeah, it was just, it was a piece of shit of a game, wasn't it, for us? <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> for one stage, you know, as I said to you off the air, like, the maths were telling me um, when it was, what, 28 nil with, I think, 25 minutes to go, I was like, yeah. you know, math, mathematically, we're going to lose by more than 38 points. And then... By whatever happened, whoever decided that we were going to show mercy, you know, and they did, and then we managed to sneak our way back into those finals. So, but yeah, no, not really okay, not at all. I'm terrified yeah. for this week. Perfect, perfect, perfect result for me. It was like it was a yeah, good it was win, brilliant. and it gives and it gives me some confidence that the actual te- the team can still play footy after the last yeah, month. Absolutely, um, but at the same time, didn't kill you guys either. So yeah. Thank you. Uh, so it worked. So it worked. Out. <laughs> Everyone's had friends all round. Yay! <laughs> now, now, I've got to, I've got to ask you after the game. I mean, as if that wasn't the story following the game. I mean, that uh, that you, you you got pounded, blah blah blah. The next the next story. Then we had the whole Matty Mullen thing, and on Monday, it's uh, they're saying that you know he had some some issues or something, and mm-hmm. and so he he won't be playing for the side again for the duration of the finals, however long that may be. Yeah. As he's having time off for personal issues. And then stories came out that apparently Hook did something or said something to him like training last year mm-hmm. and their relationship's been tenuous at best ever since and he's uh, and it's he doesn't rate him as a coach or he can't work with him and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. So I've said it like I said it once, I said it like I'll say it again. When it comes to these stories and things like that, you've got to take everyone with a grain of salt because I mean, some of them might have something behind them, but the media also make up pure shit out of nowhere. If we had made a list of what, the, you know, every news report that you've read this year, we'll have players, you know, with multiple clubs, things like that. So, um, 
I just hope the situation works out the best the best for him, whatever he decides to do. Okay. And uh, and so what do, what do, what do you make? I mean, did, did this surprise you that it came? Because because for me he was in, he was injured. And that's why he couldn't play. Yep. And then I heard stories through the week saying that you know the the club wasn't happy that he wasn't um, rehabbing his injury mm-hmm. to the letter of what they were telling him to do, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's and they attributed that to you know to him re-injuring himself you know when he came back a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but other than that, then then for this then there was all this talk sort of after the game on uh, on Saturday night and on Sunday, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's just like okay, now it's a big Monday meeting, and it's this, yep. and there's announcement of this, and and yeah, yeah. So I mean, it took me. So I, I didn't see. I didn't see it coming. Like coming to a head that quickly and that serious, severely to the point where it looks like you know he could leave. I think that. Um, I think that it had to happen like that um, yep. because, especially going to finals this this week. If they hadn't have done that, then we still would have. I mean, there's still speculation. I know, um, but it would be even worse. And it's just it's such a distraction. It's not even funny. Um, and I just think. It's just, yeah, it's best for everyone involved that they, they dealt with it so quickly, um, hit, the, hit it on the head straight away, like gave him the timeout, all that sort of thing. So I think that it's yep. the best thing for everyone involved. And look, that's the way we, we deal with things. We usually just get it done quickly. Um, we address things quickly. So I wasn't surprised that they kind of um, got to move on to that extent. I mean, we've got Gus Gould at the club, who, of course, is uh, very good with the media sort of thing, like whether or not he's always being 100 you know, like it's a bit of, I know people say smoke screens and things like that, but he uh-huh. is good at dealing with the media and he's good at shutting these things down to the best of his ability. Yep. So um, I wasn't surprised. So whenever we've got Gus involved, these things are going to be addressed pretty quickly. So um, yeah, I wasn't surprised to see it come to a head like that. And are you prepared to speculate on how it could finish up? Do you think he'll stay or do you think he's gone? I don't know. Don't know at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, obviously, and, 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 and people people don't realise that it's actually not Jay that is the biggest Maddie Moylan fan on earth. No. It's actually you. So, yeah. <laughs> so for him to leave would be unacceptable. And, uh, <laughs> and I believe before, and you, and you said off air to me that he's, although you know, everything you said is, you know, like, you know club first, club first, mm-hmm. that's one player, the one player that you, that you rank higher than the club. Yeah. <laughs> And so, to the point that I said, okay, fine. This is this is. I'll give you the choice again, so you can say it to these guys. I don't want okay, to say so, that in recorded format. <laughs> so Matty Moylan leaves leaves Penrith. Oh <laughs> or no, I'm always a Penrith. He stays with Penrith. He's or he stays with Penrith. No, but then they move Penrith girl. to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they're in Perth or not. Reject the club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. We got one. We have one more here. Uh, let's see what we got here from Giannis underscore Mateus. Given that Bryden's work culture recognises the value of giving opportunities to one of the finest legal minds of her generation, <laughs> are you concerned that the Panthers are doing the opposite in killing the career of a once-in-a-generation player by not playing Mitch Rain? Do you know what? I'm actually upset he's not playing as well. I actually... <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's once-in-a-generation career, but um, I don't know what is going on. Like, Sierra Couture actually did okay on the weekend, but I like Mitch yeah. Rain. I think he's done nothing but good things this year when he's been on. So, um... Yeah, I'm concerned as well. And 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 well, I just I feel that you have to, unless except for extenuating circumstances, for example, I don't know, like a Jonathan Thurston or something like that. I just feel that in finals, when the pressure's on and everything, I just I think that a lot of times, and like Peter Wallace is not Jonathan Thurston. No, he's not Cameron Smith. Let's even make it position specific. Yeah, I would I, I'd rather have a fit. And a, a 100% fit player 
Yeah, but the then field. at the same time, it's like Peter Wallace is like the greatest human of all time. Like he's literally just – I would feel so bad if we dropped him for finals. Um, <laughs> just purely – you know, he's just the best. Like honestly, who has a bad word to say about that guy? Like he's – I don't know. I know he's like playing literally like 25% right now, but yeah, I don't know. You'd feel so bad, wouldn't you? But I mean, that twenty-five percent. I mean, if he, you know, if he, if he's leaking tackles in the middle or whatever. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem, of course, and offering yeah. service. But I don't know. Hopefully, he can. I don't know. I don't know. I just literally, I'm trying not to think. Hopefully, about he plays it. exactly the same as last week. That's my hope. Oh, this weekend, my goodness <laughs> me! Let's see what happens. Hey, I just, as I said to yeah. you, I'm not confident at all going into this. I'd actually probably die of shock if we win this game. But we made the eight. So I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I refuse. To, I refuse to. I refuse to even think of winning the game for one moment. Well, you sure? What happens happens. Um, we've we played worse in the last month than we've played well. But do you know what? Like this happened. Last, I was thinking. I was trying to compare it to last year. And when we were going into the Bulldogs final, like we knew we were going to win. We were going to win that game. There was no chance in hell we weren't going to win that game. The Bulldogs were playing yeah. shit towards the end, just like we were. Um, we were doing well. You know, we had a good win the week before. It's exactly the same scenario. You're not going to lose this game. Like, <laughs> sorry, you're going to win. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk about it next week. But, you know, look, I hope for the best, mm-hmm. but I don't want to hope too much. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you don't want to ever set yourself up for that because you're setting yourself up for massive yeah. disappointment. But Yeah, because even this game, even as, as well as we started this game yep. last week, still after like 20 minutes or so it was still only like 4-0 yeah that's I was really happy at that stage I was saying to the girls I was like do you know what for all the possession that they've had I'm actually really pleased with this outcome and then that yeah. went to shit pretty quickly didn't it <laughs> yeah yeah and I mean they did sort of ram it home a little bit after oh, that oh yeah but, big time and then particularly with that try the try immediately in the second half that really you ran shut it home me up. Then we had some men yeah. next to us and you should have heard me like they were making some comments and blah 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 and I was just like I was being quite sassy and my mouth was shut by the end of that let me tell you I was like <laughs> I was like, oh, nice meeting you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy finals. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they showed you. <laughs> so, so this week we're speaking earlier because you have to go to training. Uh, is what, it's an hour early? Yeah, training? an hour early. And so explain explain why you have to have training earlier. Um, because I thought it was great. we've only had uh, one week to prepare. We've only got the music today. So we've only had one week to prepare for this um, game, whereas usually we have a few more. And we have to be extra good because it's finals. <laughs> So you have, to, you have to put the extras in to learn. <laughs> yeah, because we're up against, like, the Seagulls girls are there too. So we're being yep. prepared. So we have to be bloody good. And I have full faith <laughs> in my squad. We'll win one and, thing. Uh, we'll win one thing that day. And that's a cheerleader. And you're, definitely, and, you, and you're definitely up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Judy? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so they're, not, they're not going with the tall rotation? No, no. It's all old girls. So the, the longer you've been in the squad, the... That's who, that, who gets finals. So I'm thrilled. Oh, okay. So, like, so they are, they're finally rewarding the uh, yeah, yeah, the, the veterans. Yeah, so it's oh, all fantastic. old girls, and I'm I could not be more excited. Actually, I love it. Old girls. <laughs> no, nothing against the new girls, but it's it's always nice to be with the ones that you've been there for like the whole five years with. So yeah, it's great. Excellent. So a good way. I mean, if it turns out to be the end, I mean, it's good uh, good crew to end it with. And um, yeah, definitely. As, as good as it could possibly be. Yeah. All right. That's it. Best that of luck. Is it. You too. Best of luck. <laughs> I hope, uh, I'd, I'd like to, you know, do that magnanimous stuff and hope it, you know, hope for a good game. But no, I hope it's I wrapped hope up by half time. Honestly, I hope. And no, win or lose, we'll have a great chat next week. Yes, anyway. looking forward to it. So send through your your questions. Hashtag Ask Nat, and uh, yeah, and one of us will be smiling next week. One of us will be very morbid. <laughs> exactly. Probably exactly. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again. No I'll talk to you next week.
previews. Okay, the first week of finals and uh, the rundown to the end of the year. I mean, now, uh, especially with our things like, you know, we'll get them later with the tipping comps and stuff. Pointy end stuff. First game, qualifying final, 2v3. The Roosters play the Broncos in Sydney. Uh, the Broncos really suffered uh, that uh, that second loss to the Eels. Mm. Killed them in terms... I mean, obviously not panic stations, but I know where I'd... If I had a regional ground... When I say regional, I mean, like you know, like a one-town sort of situation, like mm-hmm. for the Storm or the Broncos or the Cowboys. You want to play there at all costs because yeah. it's a true home field advantage. But the Roosters got it. It'll be played in a half-empty cabin. Um, now, Napa and Guerra returning to the starting lineup for the Roosters. One of those is worth more than the other. One of them is not like the other. Mm. I can't. I, I was. I saw that Guerra was back in the starting lineup, and I was like, "You fucking what?" Yeah. And especially when you see that, like, you know, like, like SS, SST gets benched, <laughs> and Guerra comes to starting lineup. Like, yeah. Guerra at this stage of his career for the Roosters, and he is moving on now, I guess. But um, at this stage in his career, he really should be utilised like a Lewis Brown, and, and basically there there to cover a number of things, but used sparingly, if at all. Yes. Um, That's it. A little bit goes a long way. <laughs> The Broncos, obviously, uh, they the Hammy, Hammy to Boyd. Uh, Pangai Jr. also hamstring, so that's another injury. Nikarima has trained at fullback all week, apparently. Uh, Benji in at half. And uh, Mead and Arrow come on to interchange. So, so we've got Benji at half. He's yes. still running Hunt at hooker? Yes, starting at hooker. So they're, they're not doing the... Uh, Am I imagining that Mead played a bit of fullback... I, I I imagine he I, I think he would have because I mean this, obviously what this Nicarima plan wasn't in place because it was forced on them right on a tick of half time. Yeah, it, true. However, you know I remember Wayne saying, "Do you remember when he dropped Ben Hunt?" And he was talking and oh, and saying, and yeah, he Nic- said, Nic- Nicarima is our seven moving forward." Yeah, he's moving forward, so we're yeah. going to play. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wonder if that's. Um, it might be just a matter of who, uh, you know, he's the guy that's you know, he's put his hand up, or he's he's the guy that they feel is most most capable. Mm, okay. I I I yeah. don't know. I thought that one, you know, they just you know push one of you, you know, what could like could Kahu do it, like you know that sort of thing. But yeah, he was good last week. Yeah, so yeah, good effort. But um, <clears throat> I think if Brisbane are going to stand any chance in this match, their their forwards really have to stand up, and they have to stand up consistently. Yep. You know, Brisbane's forwards are, are obviously damaging their representative quality forwards. Yep. But they've got the tendency to to almost tag team in games, you know. Um, so Maguire will have his little bursts of, of really putting in and then he'll drop back and then, you know, Blair will, will do the same. And, you know, uh, well, Sims is, is injured, unfortunately. But um, they don't get that, well, okay, one after the other, after the other, after the other. Yep. And the Roosters' forward pack really relish those physical battles. Um, so, uh, to to me, that that's where it's going to be won and lost. A lot of history uh, as well there with like you know letters versus you know Sam Thayer and yep. things like that, where they've had numerous run-ins in the past and you know duels yep. and stuff. There. And the only thing that if I'm just trying to yeah um, yeah Robertson lateral. Mm-hmm. 
has been caught out a few times in defence this year. He does some, well, he he does some great things in attack, mm. but he does some monumentally fucking stupid things in defence. Yeah, like he is the the absolute weak link in the Roosters' side defensively because he can be baited so easily. Yeah, into doing when you're talking about making decisions. He can be baited into the wrong decision very, yeah. with very little effort. I feel he will. He won't even need to. You know, you don't need to make him make a decision. Yep. He will come out and just present an opportunity to you. Yeah, and, and I mean, does, it, I just get the feeling that Gordon doesn't run the defence. Nah. For the Roosters, like I, I love it. Like a man, because Manly through a tremendously long period of time have had. You know, you've had Matthew Ridges to do it back in the day when they were the, you know the greatest defensive unit probably that we've seen in the game, uh, and then like Brett Stewart did all through his era. I think that's what Latrell. He needs someone behind him saying that is your guy so he can just yeah yeah you know just be a dumb body and just someone make the fucking decision for him make contact and get on and that other that other thing he does where he's got that habit of getting in and knocking down yeah balls yep um yeah so look that shit has its place as an absolute last resort when you're, when you're done you're, you're stripped for numbers yes and you're done exactly that is, but that's he just goes tries. in like his third tackle and and I don't know what it is you know is, is that a throwback to his junior days when that shit really wasn't policed as much as it is or now? when it was like a non when it was like a, a, a unintentional unintentional you know yeah. unintentional thing and it seemed to go against the other team exactly and, yeah. and then yeah so anyway um, but, but yeah I, I don't think him in the in the defensive line is enough for Brisbane to get home, um, you know, to just based on on how many meters will be eaten up the middle. Yeah, well, I I think look, neither side was uh, incredibly convincing uh, last week. I feel like the Broncos w- were better, uh, but I don't know. I just think Boyd's too big of a loss. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And so I'm thinking the Roosters, and it's you know it's not sudden death for these guys. And the Broncos will you know they they'd be very happy to come back to Suncorp the next week. But this this game is also to play for the right not to be on the storm side of the draw going forward, right? Uh, hang on. I think the yeah. lose, the loser of this game is on track. Ends to up play on the, Melbourne. Ends up to play. Yeah. So, mm. and I'm sure that no team are thinking it thinking that. In, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure no one's thinking that we are. You know, we're going to get a storm. We're going to, yeah, that's certain death. We don't want to do that at any cost, you know. Yeah. But, but as a fan, <laughs> it's more comforting. That is true. To know, and it's a terribly defeatist attitude to think, "Fuck, well, you know, we can get to the grand final and be the one that loses to these guns." <laughs> but, um, you know, that's yeah. that's a factor. Uh, I'm going to say the Roosters. Okay, what do we got then? 1v4 at 4.10pm. Very specific time of 10 past 4 on Saturday. The Storm take on the Eels. Look, the Storm are pretty much... Just based on form, you can't go past Melbourne in this, can you? They're, they're full, you know, full strength, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like, Finucane returns, uh, Glasby returns, they're dropping Rochow and, 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 more importantly, Nate Miles out of the side. Yep. Um, the Eels, unchanged lineup. 
weren't terribly impressive last week, and if they bring that shit from last week into a game in Melbourne against the Storm, uh, they're going to get yeah. lapped. Yeah, that's it. Manamau comes back in for the Eels. Um, yeah, uh, again, there's there's the obvious outlier in Semi. Um, because he, with a couple of well-placed kicks, that that's one, maybe two tries. Yeah, well, that's yeah, on him. Yeah, they got, he got, they, you know, they got a semi, but you know, they got uh, a Vooney. and then they got an Ado Car as well. They do. And, uh, I, I don't see Ado Car stopping Semi on a break. So I, I don't see him actually bringing him down. Semi's too strong. Yeah. And you remember when Melbourne played Souths? And Gooney made that break and got run down by Crichton. Yeah. And had to put the kick in yep. for Adokar. Yep. I, I don't think he catches Semi on it. And I'm talking about one of those ones he's been doing when he starts in the 10 or the 20 and is away. Yeah, I don't, I don't hold it. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like a match race sort of situation either. I mean, no, you don't, no, no. Yeah, but, I, I, um, I don't hold a lot of stock in that. I think he's... But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Parramatta will go out and structure Melbourne into a loss. Yeah, and then and, and pass it to Semi. I mean that old fucking twenty thirteen tactic, that ain't gonna get they ain't gonna do it against so, the Storm. No. So Storm in Melbourne. Look, you just have to say, look at the form. Like they they won the minor premiership by such a long margin. They've looked at, uh, great. Uh they seem to be, you know, in, in great uh, in great health as a club. There's no it doesn't appear to be any niggling things, especially to the key players. I mean there's absolutely no reason why you would ever pick yeah. against them. And for Parramatta is this officially the record for the longest time that you have had a non-centre playing as a centre? With fucking Takarangi somehow still in a four? Well, it's like almost like a non, non-first non grader. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. But I, I fucking, I hate him. And I, and I, and I, I, just, I know it's just the look of him. This <laughs> Dreadlocks. I just, uh, I just, he just rubs me the wrong way. You're frightened t- by brown people, Tony. Yeah, but no, he's not at all though. He's like he's he's like like a, a, a white dude that like you know he looks like he doesn't say he is, but he looks like a white dude that like listens to too much corn and got dreadlocks because of that. I was just gonna say oh, I was gonna say he looks like snow, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Melbourne easily. Okay, uh, elimination final six v seven. The mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Pennies Panthers, and uh, this one at Allianz uh, seven forty p.m. Once in very specific timing. Um, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, no changes. The uh, Penny Panthers, unchanged as well. Uh, although Matt Moylan, uh, the the the, uh, the pantomime of Matt Moylan potentially maybe one day playing has been removed, <laughs> and uh, as a uh, Jerome Luai comes onto the extended side. I, I would love to have Edwards back for this game. Is he going to be back though? I don't know what his status is. I don't think he was close last week. I neither do I. They're talking about Moylan being more close, yeah, you know, closer than he was, and obviously that's not a factor now. Yeah. So, uh, what was what actually grading and everything did they have on his injury? Don't know. Yeah. So, so you would say he's no chance of coming back. I haven't even I haven't heard any whispers that oh maybe you know I haven't none of that. No. I mean, does does Farai actually play fullback in this game? Uh, Look, I prefer DWZ on j- just for what fucking. Bean does in defence. Like, did you see last year mid-game? Yeah. They fucking pushed him out and, and yeah. kept Fari in there because he understands how to fucking 
read attacking situations. And he's a natural centre as well. Yeah. Like, so uh, I, mean, I don't think he did a bad job at fullback either, mind you. No, I mean the 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 shit that transpired. I don't think it had. I don't think any of it was on him. Not from, at all. From from memory. Um, not at all. But yeah, but I mean, you know, that Blake shit was one hundred percent on him, and uh, and yeah, just to have an have an experienced centre in there, yeah, is you know, it's it's a good thing. One hundred percent. Look, a couple of things. You fuckers obviously played your grand final last week. You haven't put two good performances together in a row all year. That's that's not that's not true. You haven't put two good performances together in a row all year. <sighs> As I go to league live, I didn't say you haven't won two games. I no, I'm, I be, believe me, I'm intimately and aware of like, how of how well performances, <laughs> how, how good performances you, were. You also have in Dylan Walker the fucking Robbie Farah of centres. You've got to be fucking kidding! Like, what for, are you talking for some about? Reason, now? For some reason, head. for some reason, everyone at his club thinks he's fine. Um has cost New South Wales an origin game with complete fuckery. Didn't cost New South Wales a fucking origin game. Get the fuck out of here. The dude had seven minutes of game time. That does not cost anybody. Yeah? When you fucking nutbush city limits to the right instead of getting up and playing the ball to try and get a penalty, or you just want the fucking game to be over because you're nervous that fucking Dugan's taking your green whistle... As well as his. You are, the, you are at least the fucking Robbie Farrer of centres. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, the Ridiculousness. Only th- the only thing that worries me about Manly, um, it, it's not so much what Penrith have, it's what they don't have. And it's the only natural foil to DCE is a Queensland state of origin player. A Queensland state of origin player in the opposing team sends Daly back into his natural cuck state <laughs> where where he is desperate to turn around and actually present almost almost like a a, a submissive baboon giving well, thankfully giving its you don't have like not even Queensland origin, you don't have anyone of any origin quality in your side. Matt Moylan's a dual positional player. How many origin games did he play in 2017? Exactly. Same as DCE. Zero. DCE isn't the issue, though. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to say that there has to be a Queensland origin player. Moylan's not even good enough to play for New South Wales. Well, I'll tell you what. You, you said before that no fucking player's thinking about being on Melbourne's side of the draw. Mm-hmm. Daly's sitting in his bedroom thinking which fucking trading card he's going to get Cam to sign after the game. Such, such as he, so you're saying that he's actually thinking ahead to the grand final. Oh, he'll be on the fence. That's positive. That's a positive, positive mindset. No, as a fan, I'm glad. No, I'm glad. I'm glad he's thinking of the as grand a fan. final. I think as a participant. Now, look, I don't. The, the the thing is, I don't know how Penrith actually. Unless Manly like completely like capitulate and don't play anywhere, like if they play like forty percent as well as they did uh, the other last week, that's like the only ingredient that can change. Like, because Peter Wallace, the motherfucker, still only got one hand and like you know half a rib cage or whatever the fuck's wrong with him. Mm. He's still busted as shit. Yes, he is. Tamau's still fucking garbage. Blake's still a sieve. Peachy's fucking cuck. Fucking Walker's cuck. Farre. 
solid player, but he has he isn't Dylan Edwards. Mm. I just I I just don't know where it's where it, where change comes from. I agree with you. I we mean, have Kato- too Kato- many fucking is, is Katoa better than Wallace, or did he just you know did he just benefit from coming on from the time it went into into garbage time when it was the game was over anyway? No, just, it, it's not. A, it is definitely nowhere near the level of Cook and Farrah. Um, but yeah, Katoa is is a different style of hooker. Yeah, um, doesn't have anywhere near Wallace's kicking game. But, you know, maybe it's what we need, so. Um, yeah. But, like I said, when, when looking over that, fucking Brown, Cartwright, Merrin, Tamau, you know, out of that forward pack, RCG was was in there fucking trying his mustachioed guts out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's always good, and, and he is, you know, captain coach of the underrated 13, but... It just fucking blows my mind that Brown has... He's one of those players. There's a 13 to, to calculate. Potato 13. The cunts who own the goat picks with of the coach. Yep. Um, there's... Like, look. May I offer the first fucking pick to play? <laughs> Captain coach, Lewis Brown. <laughs> Believe me. This is, this is not a fucking... This is not a beat on Penner thing. Tim Brown. Oh, oh he's yeah. There. No, 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 no. He starts. Hang on. Are we fucking getting some Illuminati shit going here? What, Brown? Tim Brown. <laughs> Lewis Brown. Yeah, but Nathan Brown reversed the trend this year for Eels. Because he, w- he was definitely... He was definitely one of those... He was in the team. Yeah. But he's graduated to a real player this year. Or oh, he's fucking... I think he was the Eels player of the year. And very deservedly so. Um, who else is Browns? Um, Fuck. Coached by Nathan Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was it Tim Brown? Yeah, so that's, you, got, you got that guy. That's the one we're talking about in your team. No, the, uh, I'm thinking of Tim Smith. Yeah, no. It's not even fucking brown. Anyway. Uh, Smith is practically brown. I mean, he's a cousin. <laughs> but look, look, I mean... Yeah, so, no, look, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see where the mongrel comes back. I, we, I don't see where 16 points... And, like, you know, and that's... If you if you want to give full credit to the 12 points and say so they weren't garbage time, I don't see where 16 points of... Trend, you know, of turnaround. Oh, look, comes I, from. I see quite easily twelve points in that discrepancy come from putting fucking Wonger on the wing this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's, the, but, but what's the what's to say that 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 yeah. Kelly just doesn't fucking step step to the, to his left instead of his right, and 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 make him make a fucking decision that leaves Matty right out there like, ready to again, go again. Yeah, it's just look. Yeah. I know. So don't try and understand it. No, no, no. <laughs> with Kelly, be happy. Be happy with cocaine. Don't ask for crack. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. Look, I, I would love for Penrith to go through, but but after last week, um, I, I don't see enough in that team to change that. Yeah, and if the results go the way that we've we've thought, uh, it would be great to have Manly up here in Brisbane beating the Broncos. That would be. I, I I would I would maybe even I'd prefer to be playing Brisbane this week than Manly. I would nude up and fucking streak down. <laughs> I will fucking oil you up beforehand to make you a tougher rest target. <laughs> I got a good step. I'm not going to have the security for pace probably, especially after about the halfway mark. <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, so I, I would like that. That would, and even if that was the end of the season, then I'd still be like, okay, that'd be you know, that'd be something. But I just look. I'm I'm not super confident, but I just feel like I just. It's just more the fact that. If like it's you know, it's just a, if Manly replicate what they did in the first twenty minutes last week, then I think they'll win no matter what Penrith do. Yep. Uh, but in, even in saying that, I just don't know what Penrith can do to reverse it anyway. Um, yeah. And like you know, where they get they get charged up because there was like you know perceived slights from Dylan Walker. The thing is, they've got they, instead of. But this is the thing. Fuck off about your perceived slights. Think back to this time last year, right? Yep. When you had again an energetic forward pack. And halves that had a plan. Do you remember what we did to Canterbury in the, the final last year? Yeah. And everyone was fucking freaking out. We didn't kick. Yeah. We took the tackle on the fifth. Yep. Right? But we took the tackle on the fifth in the fucking corner. Yep. And we just absolutely fucked them. We weathered the storm. We played our game. Yep. We played territory. Yep. And that's when the fucking flamboyance came through. Yep. You know, it... Anyway. Yeah. I was trying to... <laughs> and and this is where, this is where like, you know, I'm not going to go, like, soft draw or anything, but but this is when the unconvincing long winning streak... No, it... It, it kind of... Yeah, it, it, it kind of... It, it, that sort of shit wallpapers over a lot of cracks. But it's... It's fucking oath it does. Yeah. But it's when you have a coach that is so fucking inept at actually managing people mm-hmm. that all of a sudden instead of well okay we, we can do this we know this we draw from our successes and this is what we do moving forward yeah. he's just fucking frantically reacting to try and get things together to yeah. to get people to make fucking tackles you know um, yeah it, again not rocket science yep and finally 5v8 elimination Sharks take on the Cowboys also at Allianz mm. this one Bird and Graham back yeah key Wade back in the side that's it such a critical player for the yeah. Sharks uh, the Cowboys unchanged and unchanged for you know, more or less the team they've been rolling with for the, the, the largest part of the season yeah uh Look, you just you cannot fucking you you cannot sleep on the desire of the Cowboys. However, if the Sharks are going to defend their shit, this is it. There's no tomorrows, but also they need to. Like they've got to put the complete performance together. I mean, yeah, and the the Sharks aren't the Sharks of last year with with the same strike power. Yep, but. You know, I I think that they will be more than able to account for for the Cowboys. Basically, if you if you can contain um, the playing JT, yep. not, not the biscuit JT, yep, you, you're sixty sixty five percent towards controlling it. And, and honestly, just, the Sharks, if if they can just focus on a good fucking last tackle kick yeah whether it be to to uh for field position or if they're up there attacking to you know you know, to yeah. gain a repeat set that and just cut out the, the the fucking idiot penalties if they could just do those two things yeah yeah they would be i don't know they would be 20 percent better and you know what 20 percent better of what they've been doing is plenty 
I think, for this game. It, it, That's it, something to work on yeah. and to build a title no, defence I agree, 100%. Is that shit going to fly in week two when you're playing against, you know, what, the Storm or the or the Eels? Mm. No. But you know what? Against the Cowboys, down on troops, scraped into the eight. Yep. All these, all they've got, I mean, they've got some, you know, Mock and Morgan's fantastic. They're, all, they're better with Tamari Martin than them without. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lockie Coote, mostly, it's great. Yep. I mean, he's had some fucking monumental <laughs> special special games, but generally speaking, I mean, he's you know, yeah, he's a good and you know you can't ever sleep on Tamalola. I mean, that guy's amazing this year. So, I just feel like this is the time where the Sharks they've they've pretty much got their side sorted. Yeah. Just cut out the dumb. Fu- just get some discipline about your play. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's all. That's all it will probably take to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to have some some desire and emotion, and they're going to try and ride that wave into some epic, mm. desperate attacking raids. Yeah. But that yeah. shouldn't be enough. The interesting thing did did you read the the interviews with Maloney about when you know when he came back and now it's he came back from his hand. People no. talk about that. And, and again, I'm only hypothesising. And I know that there's long-time listeners of the show that know James mm-hmm. and know him personally, so I'm not very well. I'm not casting any aspersions on on him as a human being here. Go on. But he he seems to me to to love a bit of an, an excuse. Like the, you know they were talking about. Well, hang on. Do you know you rate whatever number it is in missed tackles for the league? Um, and he was like, oh well, that number just depends on how you count them. So a lot of times I'll come in and bump off a guy. Yeah. And I've stopped all his momentum and they just finish him off. (laughs) That's a mistake on me. Yeah. Yeah, in the bedroom, if you go and bump into your wife and another guy finishes her off, you know what they call you? (laughs) Rhymes with fuck. (laughs) But, no, seriously. Um... These sharks to me seem seem a little bit less Flano's team, Gal's team, Ennis's team. Yeah, and there's a little bit more of that. Oh, she'll be right, mate. Yep. About them. Well, when you that's haven't won a risk. premiership in your history, hmm. that's a lot of. There's a lot of, and you get you get into the finals first, then you get into the next week. There's a lot to be said for the fucking the the wave behind you and the and the desire that extra you know desperation, and sure, every player should have that desperation in yeah. every game to try and achieve that you know that goal. But when you've broken the fucking duck like that, I just I feel like there's players like Fafita and stuff where that's is a fact. Like it, it, they're not they're not as hard, trying as hard. Nah, hundred percent. I'd hate to think that I would fucking hate to think that was the case of a team that I supported or anyone in that team. Yeah. But there's just some real lazy fucking lazy cunts. Yep. At times. Hundred percent. You know what? I reckon Gallon wants it. He'll try his fucking nuts off. But I don't think Gallon's smart enough to realise how to try his nuts off within a team. Well no, but I mean, you know, his his version of trying you know, his version of, of trying his nuts off is Rush out of the line and fucking yeah, and also you know give away, put his hand up and try and take X amount of hit ups no matter where they are on the field and what the context is and you know in the twenty and that sort yeah. of thing, and you know and and while on, on on face value in his head it's like you know I'm fucking doing everything in my power 
to you know get his team over the line, which is not which is not a terrible mind. You know, no, you know that's, that's a that's an admirable quality, but the, the ability to stand back and look at it overall like umbrella of a team and what's required yeah. for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Sharks. Sharks because I have to. But you know what? I do love fucking chaos. I would love to see like you know this Parramatta upset, Cowboys upset, yeah. Cowboys get the fucking storm out of there. It's just some can't just get the storm out of there and just make it a thing where everyone goes like, oh, what the? Who the fuck is going to win now? Who the fuck's going to get into grand final now? Let Man, alone win. Im- imagine the grand final being like forty to thirty six, just a fucking defense free try fest. <laughs> Under twenties, fucking <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah. Well, that'd be great. People would be like, you know, they'd be entertained, right? Fuck. Jesus Christ. Not as entertained as this long-ass fucking show, though. That's full time for episode 271. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Uh, make sure you share shit around, spread around, and retweet Twitter people. Let's get some retweets of the show, stuff going around. I mean, not saying it doesn't get retweeted, it definitely does uh, a lot, but uh, there's plenty more that can happen there. iTunes, no new reviews this week. You're coming to the end of the uh, time for reviews. And I did fucking. I'm just going to put a shout out there. Speaking of reviews. Yes. And don't fucking do it now. But Aussie Jag. Yep. I fucking saw you with your X Factor bullshit. <laughs> I fucking see you. <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> I'm leaving it there. <laughs> so. So reviews with uh, talking about X Factors and stuff. Very welcome and appreciated. No. Supercoach has come to an end for the year. And the Wendells. Michael is the winner. With uh, and he's won by, well, you know, we both play Super Super Coach. I mean, you know, some people more in, more intensely than others. But I have a username and password. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I basically did touch my team after about week nine. Matt Moore, but, um, still my captain. Yeah, uh, he won by over second place NZ underscore Magpie fifty four. He won by one hundred, sorry, two hundred and th- and three points. <laughs> That's fucking nothing in the scheme of things when you're playing over. How you know, twenty six rounds of games, but I mean, yeah. well, it's less less four game four rounds before it starts. So, so what's that? The, the total number of points. That's the total number of points. That's not a versus. Thing. That's his. That's his total number of points scored Fuck by yeah. his team. Fantastic. That's a like his average per round was one thousand one hundred thirty three point mm-hmm. eight versus one thousand one hundred twenty six. Even you speaking Chinese, and so he's uh, overall forty eighth overall. That is in the, sensational. In the, the hundred thousand or however many motherfuckers played Supercoach, so that's fuck yeah. And uh, NZ underscore Magpie fifty four. He uh, he finished one hundred forty fourth overall, which is also fantastic. And another shout to Ebenezer Rascals came third. He finished nine forty two. Fucking so. let that cunt coach the Warriors. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously fucking knows how to, you know, get talent. I don't know. <laughs> Under a cap. 
there's, there's no fucking arguing with the hard cap. Fucking Kearney gets out there. Uh, so congratulations, congratulations, uh, the Wendells, uh, fantastic. We're on on top or certainly in the top two for almost you know the yeah, entire well season. So well done. Um, also congratulations to the winners of the various leagues we have running in order. Uh, from the Twill 1 through to whatever. Uh, Kingy Pub Crawlers. Ebenezer Rascals got the win in the League 2. SFC cleaned up Supercoach this year, as you'll see. He won League 3. Sismi Timbers won League 4. Uh, 101st Airborne won 5. Beaver Fever uh, won 6. SFC won 7th. The Mini Cats won 8th. And SFC on 9th. So there you go. So he came in, would have come in late and filled in some slots in those uh, later leagues. <laughs> okay. And uh, fucking good job. Tipping. Lynn. Am I winning? Yes, you are. 135, one point ahead of Mad Dog. Then we got another Ooh. point back to Matthew Brella and another point back to Thacko's. Then we've got uh, another point back to DSAP, Kylie, uh, and another point back to Hebby underscore Nova, Jimmy Pop, TBI Dragons, and Fabs. So I'm prepared. So we've got four games this week, mm. and then we've got two games, two games, one game, right? Yeah. So total of like nine points on offer. For the rest of the whole tipping league, yes, um, it's nine out of nine. So I'm prepared to say, given the fact that people are going to get three and four right, you know, unless there's massive catastrophe, yeah. fucking two. Um, so I think that really, I'm almost going to put it down to a two horse race, maybe three. That's maybe fucking three, unfortunate, but, but probably a two horse race. So Mad Dog versus Lynn. Well, you're going to see if Lynn wants to fucking support. The cloakers, or she's gonna she's gonna tip Manly and get a point, and uh, and Mad Dog's gonna tip Manly and get a point too because there's no one in that top ten that's gonna tip against Manly because you want to actually get the point. Sometimes you know, look, tip ons works. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, but yeah, I think it's like two, mm. maybe three horse races. It would have to be an absolute catastrophe every every underdog winning plus someone picking every underdog yeah, that's it. to change it. So I, I feel like it's a, a two-horse race. Lynn and Mad Dog, fucking go for it. Lynn has the uh, has the, has the head start. Uh, match race. There you go. Nine points on offer. Let's see who can uh, get it done. Yeah, good stuff. That's it. This is going to be the longest fucking episode in history. Just the two of us speaking has, you know, got it up to like you know, three hours. Plus I'll add in the stuff with Nat and then... Um, well, we had some actual fucking news this week, not... That's true, but... So. Um, there you go. Note to self: just don't take fucking, don't take limitless drugs because the episodes get super fucking long. <laughs> oh, that's it. See now, you next hang week. on, hang on. Just to oh, clarify, oh, yeah. you don't mean limitless drugs, as in uh, as lots like a, of drugs. as like the sizzler of drugs. No, because that would be an amazing place if it existed. <laughs> oh, you, fuck. you mean? Cognitive enhancers. Correct. Yes. Nootropics for those who know. <laughs> but that's it. Anyway. Bye. Yeah. But tell you what, I'm going to... We talk about that idea to sell. I'm going to start like a, a buffet. <laughs> have to be somewhere like... A, in America, you can do like a, like a weed buffet. Yeah, you know, Different products. Do it on a fucking ship in international waters. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's all good in theory. But you, know, you, you do that, you know, you, you got the piracy concerns as well. Yeah. Yeah. The international waters thing, though, that would be off the hook. Yeah. You can have a fucking, like, cockfighting to entertain the people. As soon as the fucking pirates get on board, you just fucking... I'm the pirate now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Nice. Bye. See you next week. (laughs) 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.